You're listening to Skull Crack, Ireland's first and foremost Magic the Gathering podcast. I am your host, David Wolf, and I'm joined by... Kieran And Alan. And each and every week, we bring you the latest news, as well as our tournament report, and of course, our deck of the week. Hey, is... How's it going? How are you? Not too bad. Very good. Are you upset that spoiler season is over? I am a bit, yeah. I'm a bit, like, it It was such a long spoiler season, I felt like, since we got those leaks before we were kind of supposed to. Yeah, there was so much going on for so many weeks, and it was announcement yeah. week as well. Yeah, and then I feel like it's kind of ended with a whimper rather than a bang. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's the, kind of unfortunate. Like, most of the cool stuff was already released, and then the full spoiler, you usually get a couple of spicy ones in there. And uh, we kind of have, I suppose. There's yeah, a few little yeah, things. Yeah. There's no fellow there, Guardian, in there. No, no. That was, that, was that last day's sport? That was the last day's sport. Yeah, that was, was when yeah. the whole world collapsed. Yeah, yeah. A beautiful moment of magic history. Yeah, so <laughs> I remember Dave Murphy's thread about it on the yeah. on the yeah. Facebook page. Can anybody tell me why this why this card is going to break standard? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Those, on, a, on, a, on a side note, I have like I have screenshots of the whole fiasco, just um, of of that whole thing unfolding from like Dave's comment to like the prices of Sahili rice spiking. So I, I have why? like because it, it actually it actually makes for a really cool story about magic to tell people who aren't a part of the game. That's true. Yeah. And I actually yeah. and then. Uh, in, a, in a few cases, I just explained like in really basic terms how like the combo works, and like mm. if you explain it in a sort of way that people come to the conclusion of making a million cats themselves, it's like so exciting just to see like <laughs> just the the, the connected dots. Uh, so I think even though people call it Wizards' biggest mistake, I think it's a great way of getting new people into the game. It's actually their greatest triumph. <laughs> Fair enough. Like, it's the greatest triumph since Jason Wine Sculptor. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, well, yeah, pretty much. I mean, I suppose, yeah. yeah. If you're looking at it that way, four mana cards, yeah, good and standard. Yeah. Um, okay, so we have, um, I suppose, not as much to talk about today as there was last week, but still plenty of stuff from the from the spoilers. So we're gonna go through um, what what was left from the spoilers the last time that we didn't talk about. So there was there, you know, there was a more or less a full week. Yeah, after yeah, and plus there was the final day drop of the whole set, um, and then we're going to mention our. Uh, we have to touch on the 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 Irish captaincy again because Dave sent me an update to that. Um, cool. We'll give a tournament report and we'll do our deck of the week. Sweet. All right. Um, do you want to do the same thing that we did last week? So we we each choose a card, or do you want to just go through? Uh, I don't mind. Well. Are there, do we all have favourite cards? There's only one I particularly like, to be honest. Really? Yeah. What is it? Uh, Kefnet's Last Word. That's, oh, one. that's right. my favourite we'll one. start with Kefnet's Last Word. Yeah. Yeah. A, a, a nice way to begin it. Yeah. I just didn't want my one to get jacked, you know? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, do you want to read it out here, Kieran? Oh, no, you go ahead. Right. Right. It's all the way over here. So Kefnet's Last Word costs two blue-blue. There's a sorcery. Gain control of target artifact, creature, or enchantment. Lands you control, don't tap during your next one tap step. Um, but wait, quite important. More. <laughs> yeah. But it's also yeah. So um, I called it. Uh, I this is I literally said this is what the card would be. Yeah. Um, well, you didn't, give it a, you didn't say the mana cost. I did not say the mana cost. Uh, but um, yeah. So I, I think it's. I, I I've seen some people being quite divided over this, but uh, I feel like the three of us are on the same page that this card is pretty good. Yes. Yeah, I think this is the best one out of this cycle. I don't think that. No, no, you don't <laughs> no. think so. Um. I think that either the green one or the black one are the best. Oh, the green one, yeah, it's kind yeah, of... Yeah, so the 5-4 on turn 2. 
Yeah, I feel like the options are good enough for like Wraths that the black one isn't that exciting at the moment. I suppose, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but uh, just the overcosted creature is always good. Mm-hmm. That's true. And this one is just like, this is the first time I think we've gotten like a four mana unconditional control magic in a really long time. Mm-hmm. I don't know when the last one would be. I can't no. think of yeah. it. This is like a really old school sort of Effect. mana efficiency. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think Cthulhu's control magic itself is kind of conditional because it's an aura that you can... Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so this, you just get control of it. There's no way for them yeah. to get the creature back. Uh, yeah, or artifacts. Yeah, you also get artifacts or yeah. enchantments, so... Yeah. 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 It's um, pretty yeah, it's reasonable. Pretty, pretty great. So, like, I think the discussion we had before was that, you know, each of these car- each of these uh, well, exert cards, uh, you're losing a lot of tempo by, play- by playing them. Whereas, like, stealing an opponent's creature is, like, the biggest tempo swing you can give yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, like, it's almost... Take, so taking something off their board and put on your board, board like, basically it's going to be a two-for-one Yeah, already. Yeah, um, so really clean. Yeah, control. and so it's, well, like, I think that's enough to make up for the downside. If you take something that's four mana, then you've negated the downside. Yeah. Because it's, like, you play the four mana removal spell, and then the next turn you untap and play your own four mana threat. Yes. Yeah, it's a great way to see it. it and your own cards. Yeah. By doing it. Yeah. yeah. So Exactly. Yeah, I think this card's class. Yeah, I think yeah. it's very powerful. Um, uh, like, we're actually... The, the Confiscation Goo is actually an interesting option and still powerful. Mm-hmm. So these those two might fight each other for space. Um, yeah. I think in the energy decks, Confiscation Goo still maybe is better. It is. I feel like... So with this card, I feel like Confiscation Coup kind of plays out the same way in the energy decks in terms of like, you're usually casting it as like the last card in your hand anyway. Mm. So if you think about casting this card in that respect, then the downside isn't really that bad because Mm -hmm. there's like a 50, if you're you're just like top decking and you draw this and play it, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a 50-50 shot, you just draw a land next turn anyway and you don't really care if you don't have extra mana to to spend. Yeah, Yeah, other than that point as well, if uh, you're... If you're a top deck and the upside of this card is less important, is, is less important as well. The fact that it costs one less, that at that stage, true. Of, the, at that stage of the game, it costs one less in conversation to you is also you know not as relevant. Well, that means you can play it in like lower curve decks. Like, yeah, 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 sure. So. If you rounds, uh, but yeah, I'm on pretty high in this card to win. I think it's a good choice. Yeah, I think it's really good. Um, one thing that just came to me is that these cards are not quite as good in decks that have uh, a lot of activated abilities on their creatures or whatever, like lots of mana sinks and stuff. Oh, yeah. Just because you might want to be using those mana sinks instead. Yeah, that's that true. Number, those that is true. Turns. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They actually don't work very well with the gods themselves. In that, in yeah, that funny enough, yeah. Although they are a nice clean answer to the gods in that yeah. for a lot of decks, there's not going to be another way to get them off the board. That's true. That's really true. Yeah. 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 Um, and what about enchantments? Any cool enchantments you can think of to take? Overwhelming Splendor, which we'll talk yeah. about in a minute. Oh I think yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I don't yeah. think you want to take that, do you? No, it's a that's a curse, isn't it? Yeah, oh, you don't yeah, want to, you a, don't want to oh, take yeah, control. Yeah, it's still enchanting you. <laughs> yeah, oh, damn it! Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you could do it and then realize what you did and yeah. have a funny story out of it. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. yes. Uh, I know. I, I got um, as you also learned uh, at the PPGQ. I got bamboozled pretty hard by um, enchantments. Oh, really? I won't say anymore. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which I wish. Oh, I had. oh yeah, yeah. Now I remember. <laughs> um, do you have a a card? Yeah. So to... I actually do. Um, I think it kind of it's a, a big splashy rare, but I might talk about a, a less splashy common alongside it. Okay. Um, it is 
Um, so we talked about three of the five hours so far. This is the fourth hour. Mm-hmm. This is Hour of Promise. Uh, it's got, it's a sorcery that costs four and a green. Uh, search your library for up to two land cards, put them into the battlefield tapped, then shuffle your library. Then if you control three or more deserts, create two 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 plaque zombie creature tokens. Uh, so it's a yeah, it's it's ram spell that gets you two lands of your choice and puts them on the battlefield tapped. Uh, so I think it's yeah, so I think it's kinda of hard to so yeah, so for like for a while in format, uh, I because well, all right, I'll start again. When I first started playing Magic Standard, I um, I was playing Ramp Deck with Explosive Vegetation, yeah, uh, which was in cans. Uh, once that rotated, I always felt like the format would really benefit from having Explosive Vegetation. Explosive Vegetation costs the format mana. You can get two basic lands, so you can you know, fix your mana as well and mm-hmm. uh, ramp up. Um, Under Drafts has really been a ramp deck uh, since that rotated out. Uh, so I feel like this really would lend itself to being. A ramp deck, and I think the best way to do it is if you compare this directly with explosive vegetation. So first of all, this costs one more, uh, and you're getting it costs one more, but you're getting non-basic lands. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I think that alone is is enough of an upside to to warrant it costing one more. Yeah, and also you just have this random uh, clause that gives you you know two uh, gives you just you know four four sats for the creatures on the battlefield, um, which you know when you're taking turn five off to to ramp. Uh, something that you really, really need. Yeah, it can be very um, important. Yeah, I think the only thing I'm, I'm worried about is that there, I don't think the deserts are probably good enough to play uh, or good, good enough to have to fill your deck with. Um, it might be, but I think the other problem, the, the main problem is that the the deserts are probably not going to be the lands that you want to get with this. That's it, yeah. Yeah. Like, you true. might have deserts in your deck, but you're hmm. probably not likely to have three in play when this yeah. resolves. Yeah, you want to go get your two Shiner Forsaken Gods and, you know, play Ulamog. The next um, turn, turn six. Yeah, you yes. can do that, can't you? Yeah, well, you need you, you need do it on turn five if you have a mana dork on turn four to play this. Yeah, yeah, and you need to hit your land yeah, you turn as well. well. Yeah, 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 you do. So. Yeah, but I suppose what what will help you get there though is another ram spell. This is a uh, beneath the sands, which is a common. It's a two and a green. Uh, search for your library for a basic land card, put it into the battlefield, tapped, and shuffle your library, and it has cycling too. Uh, so this is this is very unassuming common that I'm also quite excited about because. So going back to the first ramp deck I played, I had a exposed vegetation on this is pilgrimage, and this is pilgrimage costing three mana. Um, so with this is pilgrimage, you could get a you, get, you, you can only get a far, you get one forest for the battlefield, one bar, forest for your hand. Uh, if you spell mastery, you get two forests uh, for your hand. But it was even though it, it was played in, in the same decks as exposed vegetation, it never really felt like it fitted because you don't really ramp from one into another. Yeah. Whereas if you had a exposed vegetation that was more powerful than that, that cost five mana instead. You'd prefer to play that. Oh, that's yes. true. You can so, go three into five. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah you have so, a better curve with this. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think, yeah, and then so this also is a, with, with, with this new card, beneath the sands. You're not limited to getting forest, so this can also fix your mana. If we're playing some crazy three color, four color ramp deck, Nicol Bolas. Nicol Bolas. There we go. Yeah. Crix is yeah. yeah. Crix is green. Um, I think not. I think you can just get the deserts because they're coming in topped anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So now you have your des- your Grixis deserts. Yeah, and you get your two two zombies. Yeah. Wait, those can only get basics though. Basics. Deserts, are the deserts basics? They're not, right? No, no, no. no. I'm talking about the other one. Oh the right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. No, not yeah, this yeah. one. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think what's even bigger about this is that this has cycling, and I think cycling on a ramp card is huge because like yeah. uh, you know ramp cards has become relevant in the late game mm-hmm. when you already have all your mana out. Uh, and so like some like I think a good example of this is uh, Green Black Tron plays um, Collective Brutality. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Collective Brutality, mm-hmm. um, which yeah, is a black discard spell. And it's kind of like, you kind of feel strange discarding cards, like you're, you're discarding cards to no value, but the reason why you're playing Collective Defiance in a 
Uh, brutality. In, in, in a, or, sorry, brutality in a um, yeah in 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 the Tron deck is because you know, all of your rampy cards, all your cards that find Tron pieces become irrelevant mm-hmm. in the yeah. game. So you're so actually you you're happy to run away. So yeah. you can throw it away and draw a card. Which is yeah, yeah. So it's great. It's digging you towards your threats. So you, yeah, once you're at a high enough land count in ramp, you just want to draw a threat after threat after yeah. threat because you can gas them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that lets you do that. Yeah, well, yeah. the size of your deck. I didn't think that much about that card, but uh, yeah. it does actually seem especially all right. with Error Promise goes really well. Do you think it's really weird that uh, Error Promise is a green card and it makes black zombies? That almost never happens, isn't it? Yeah, that's very strange. That actually. is odd. Yeah, I think I suppose like the flavor of it is. So I, I, we speculated on what this card because we knew the name of the cards before it was spoiled. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so in the story, the Error Promise is when uh, the the Hecma, we don't be it's like we no longer need the Hecma. It's going to come down. Like, mm-hmm. Everything will be fine. Whereas, like in this, the flavor is that the it comes down and all the deserts like just come in. Mm-hmm. So this is a desert that you're you're grabbing all these deserts and they're all coming in and coming mm-hmm. over. Um, and with and them come the zombies, and that's where the zombies are. In yeah, the it's very really really good flavor. It's cool, yeah, really yeah. good card yeah. through the design. But uh, it is still kind of weird that it's a green card making black zombies. Yeah, but you can't have green zombies. So no. whatever, green black zombies. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, my favorite card from the from the final. You know, piece of the spoiler is a uh, common. Oh well, wow. okay. Uh, it's blue. It's called Tragic Lesson. Oh yeah, and it's mainly my favorite card for the absolutely metal art. So good. <laughs> um, this is very like graphic. You don't usually see this kind of thing on a oh, magic yeah. card. Yeah, this one is vicious. It's absolutely yeah. brutal. Yeah, it is. It's great though. Yeah. yeah. So it's a tuna blue for an instant. It's also a good card. Yeah. Tuna yeah. blue for an instant. Draw two cards and then discard a card unless you return a land you control to its owner's hand. And uh, the 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 art. If people haven't seen it, you know you can look it up on the on the full spoiler page. But uh, it's Kefnet. This is spoilers. Kefnet lying dead on the ground, and his head is kind of cracked open, and there's just blood spilling everywhere. It's really graphic. Like. Yeah, it is pretty bad, and even the even the the flavor text is amazing. Yeah, it's so good. Though, <laughs> though Kefnet's followers feverishly feverishly searched his last words for some final riddle. They found only the gurgles of a dying god. Oh, oh that's so bleak. Jesus Christ. Poor Kefnet. God. I'm glad they didn't call that mind control spell Kefnet's last gurgle. Yeah, they just yeah. called it by the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Magic's first Murloc card. Yeah. Um, well, this is so sad. It's, it's, it's our favourite duck. Yeah, the, oh. card, the card is uh, not that bad either. Yeah, you, good, you, yeah. you had a great suggestion of... Did I? Of what to do with this, yeah. <laughs> Bring back a cycling card? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's pretty good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah what around. was it? It was... Pick Cycle. up a... What is it? Pick up pick up a... Yeah, so float, float the mana, pick up your cycling land. Yeah, your desert or whatever. Yeah, and then cycle it. Yeah, so you've essentially after. just drawn three for an extra mana. Yeah. At instant yeah. speed, if you, yeah. don't need, if you don't need the land anymore. Yeah. Which does happen a lot. Because... Mm. Uh, I play blue black control and popper, and you play the bounce lands in those decks okay. uh, along with a couple of cycling cycling lands, the old monocolor oh, yeah. cycling lands. Yeah. And very often in the late game, you'll find yourself wanting to to bounce one of your cycle lands and oh, and cool. cycle them to draw a new card because mm-hmm. you're just you're so flooded on mana. Yeah. So it does happen a lot in a control deck. Yeah, it could definitely could yeah, definitely be yeah, a thing. Cool. Definitely. And it's essentially free because the cy- oh no wait sorry the cycling cost is two is it of the new cycling cost is two yeah, yeah so it's not essentially free but extra mana draw yeah card. sure yeah um yeah there's a lot of times like you said in the late game where they're just that you've so many lands in play they're really doing nothing for you yeah um also it's an instant so interesting for for gear hulk um yeah, it's yeah pretty I, I don't know if it'll make it but it's a cool card 
It's good for turning on Kefnet it's himself as well, her, herself. I don't know. Funny enough. Yeah. I'm yeah, pretty sure Kefnet's a dude. Yeah. A dude? Okay. Yeah. He's a mighty duck. He is. <laughs> well, he, he was. Yeah. yeah. Poor, poor Kefnet. Um, okay, we, will we go through some of the other ones? Um, by yeah. colour? Um, by colour, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Um, I, I kind of have them written down yeah, here. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, um, first one up is Crested Sunmare. This is one of the remaining mythics. Um, it's three white white for a 5-5 five five horse. Lovely horse. Yeah, my lovely horse running through the sands. Um, <laughs> at the beginning of each... Oh, sorry. Other horses you control have indestructible. It's great. I have loads of other horses anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but here's the real thing. At the beginning of each end step, if you gain life this turn, create a 5-5 five five white horse creature token. Which will then be indestructible. Yes. Yeah, this card could be absolutely insane. Could be, yeah. Or it could be completely unplayable. It's kind of hard to tell. That too. <laughs> like, people were already messing around with Anointer Priest's life gain shenanigans a little bit. As we will hear later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's rad. This is a pretty good payoff for that. It is, like, definitely. Yeah. If you yeah. make one horse with this, you're oh. dead happy. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, imagine, like, having... Um, yeah, under possession, and you're making two horses. Oh and then you're God. getting life off each one. And then it's like it's fueling... Yeah, almost like it's fueling itself. Yeah. Wow. Because it's, yeah, it's each end step. Yeah, it's each end step, so you can get it on your opponent's turn as well. Yeah. yeah. Like, so if you have... Um, like, how do you call it? Abzan stockpile? No, hidden stockpile, and... You guys, hit, hidden, hidden stockpile out, and uh, under priest. Whenever, basically, whenever you trigger revolt, you're going to gain life. Would that deck name be a live stockpile? <laughs> it really should be. It's yeah. a lot of horsepower. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, God damn it. I was not expecting this. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> mark my words, This pick this card up when it's cheap. If it's ever cheap, I don't know. It's kind of pre-ordering at a relatively high price. I think it's five quid or something. Oh, really? Like I would yeah. expect it's a rare, is it? Or is oh, it's, it's a mythic. Oh, it's a mythic. Well, yes. yeah, this, well, I don't know if it would even be that good in draft. It's a real build around. Five five for five is still fine. Yeah. Gaining life and limited is oh, kind yeah. of a tough thing to There's do. There's actually quite a few cards in the set that have like incidental life gain. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah Definitely yeah. seen them in a few different colors. Compulsory um, rest and stuff from the last set as well. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. Um, Kill your own guy to make a horse. And gain to life. Indestructible horse. Yeah. Um, I I think this this card is going to appeal to newer players or casual players so, yeah, for yeah. all of time. Yeah, horse tribal is huge. Yeah, with kind of the <laughs> the overlap of horse tribal and life gain. Yeah, oh my god, is, yeah. 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 If this card had like a mill effect, it would oh be the most expensive card of all time. Yeah. Yeah. The dude, the horse dude, no, no, mare, it's a lady. The horse lady looks very cool as well. Yeah. Um, Actually, she's like, she has like a big Egyptian headdress on her. Um, also, the, the flavor text is a quote from Jeru. Oh, okay. Um, and he says, It is evidence that some pure corner of the world must still exist. So they're obviously, they're setting up the they're setting up Amanket, return yeah. to Amanket. Amanket 2, Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. Yes, yeah, exactly. Be one. Yeah. Yeah. I, for one, welcome our new horse overlords. <laughs> As do I. Yeah. Um, and the next thing is one that we alluded to earlier, which is uh, Overwhelming Splendor. Uh, which is an enchantment and a curse, as you very importantly said. Mm. Uh, this is also a mythic. Yes. Um, so this is continuing the the theme of the mythics in this set. <laughs> Unplayable mythic. Yeah, mythics. not very good. <laughs> yes. um, so it's eight mana, it's six white white, enchant player because it's a curse, um, and it's, it's the same effect pretty much as humility. So uh, creatures enchanted player controls lose all abilities and have base power and toughness 1-1, one, one, and the enchanted player can't activate abilities that aren't mana abilities or loyalty abilities. Oh. So, seems like a good card 
if you can ever cast this, but the casting it is the problem. Yeah, I don't know how you ever get to cast this card in a in a competitive game of Magic. Yeah. Yeah, and then it's like if you if you cast it here, are you winning the game there and then? Or is there still a way they can win? Yeah, they might just beat you down. Yeah, they might have. If they already have 101 ones on the battlefield. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If they have a lot of stuff on the board, then you might still even lose the game. If I was going to have an overcosted curse in my deck, I'd prefer the the black one from Amon Cat. The cruel reality. reality. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Um, Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't think this card is playable. But this is a great card for Eamon's Mardu. Oh, yeah, Mardu Mardu curses. yeah. Yeah, so anyone who's into EDH. Cursing people type business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. Yeah, is there a way to cheat this into play or something? That you could yeah, do? Aetherworks Marvel is a good one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there a legal way? To cheat? <laughs> I think is there, there. There is a. Uh, I don't know, I'm gonna, I think. I think there is a curse from Innistrad. I think which uh, originally Innistrad block, which mm-hmm. uh, tutors up another curse from your library, puts onto the battlefield. Really? Oh, that's powerful. That. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm making this, so I'll, I'll double check. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 there's I, also in other formats, there's uh, Enduring Ideal. Ooh. Which is a a sorcery with epic. Is that what it is? Are epic spells have sorcery? Or are they, are they sorcery? <laughs> I have no idea. Um, but it's from like Kamigawa and it's oh. like seven mana. Uh, so it has epic, and when you when you cast a spell with epic, you can't cast any more spells for the rest of the game. But you get to copy this particular spell each turn. Oh, okay. so okay. it's like yeah, yeah. Um, you 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 search your library for an enchantment and put it to play. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you just get a free one of those every turn, and hopefully win the game off that. Yeah, that'd be pretty game. Um, but I don't know what else you would have to. You get a starfield the Nyx, I suppose. Yeah, beat them down with your eight eight. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I've zero. Uh, so this this was from um, I think it's a I think it's it might be Innistrad or uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's um, or Dark Ascension. It's at the beginning. So it's called Curse of Misfortunes. Costs four and a black. At the beginning of your upkeep, you may search your library for a curse card that doesn't have the same name as a curse attached to enchanted player. Put it onto the battlefield attached to that player. Then shuffle your library. Oh, put it on the battlefield attached. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So, so you're picking someone who already is cursed, but... Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, oh they have to be cursed already. Well, well that's you're, okay cursing, you're cursing them with this, and then it curses them with other stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you have lots of cheap curses anyway. Anyway, yeah. that's yeah. Curse Tribal. Enjoy. Yeah. Curse Tribal. Um, okay, what else have we got here? Uh, that's it for white, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't, didn't see anything yeah. else. So how, how do you use rape white out of 10? Oh. This camel, <laughs> this here, this uh, solitary camel, it's 3-2 for 3, and it has lifelink as long as you control desert. Or there's a desert in your graveyard. That can that can trigger your your camel and your horse can work together to create more horses. Yeah. Actually that's a bit <laughs> That's a bit uh Octabi yeah. orangutan kind yeah. of should create you know some kind of donkeys or yeah, animals yeah, yeah. or something like that. <laughs> uh, the only other thing we might mention from White is this uh, unconventional tactics card which I think you like the art on. Well or one one of you guys liked it. Yeah, like, well, it, it is very cool. It, I like it. It is quite. Oh yeah, this is great. Yeah, the the lemming zombies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're just crazy. walking off a ledge, um, in order to kill someone. I suppose it's a sorcery. It gives a creature plus three plus three and flying until end of turn, and uh, whenever it's not because they're jumping off the ledge. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't look like they have. <laughs> like very no, it does not. Does not. Yeah, he's just jumping down. He looks like he's still walking in midair actually. Um, and whenever a zombie enters the battlefield under your control, you can pay white, and if you do return it. From your graveyard to your hand. So this, in in some ways, this reminds me of um, Grispoon. I was thinking, that. oh yeah, but it's more expensive. It's to, really to, expensive. It's like, it's like yeah. a pay up front. It's like a, a slower, more mightier, mighty deep. 
Yeah. <laughs> mighty, mighty fall. Mighty fall. Um, is what it is. Okay, and in blue, uh, we have countervailing winds, which is a, an interesting oh, yes. new counterspell. Uh, so it's two in a blue for an instant. instant and uh, you counter a spell unless its controller pays one for each card in your graveyard, and it has cycling two. So um, I think this, this effect... Counter it until it, unless its owner pays one for each card in your graveyard. That's hap- That's been on a few different cards. Yeah, in the yeah. Past. I can't remember the name of the exact one. Neither can I. But um, yeah. it it has been available in the past, and mm-hmm. I don't think it's ever been particularly good. But uh, the fact yeah. that this has cycling and you can cash it in is pretty nice. Yeah. And presumably, if you're playing this, you're going to be playing in some kind of deck that has other cards that's cycling, like for example, sensor. Yeah. Um. So you can actually. You can counter a spell, or sorry, you can cycle on, on turn one, you can yeah. maybe counter a spell or kill something on turn two, and then when you play this on turn three, they have to pay two, oh, which yeah. they usually won't be able to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it makes it okay. It's and pretty, pretty good you, to gear, gear Hulk back yeah, as well. That, yeah, that's yeah. what you were saying, yeah, because yeah. at that point in the game, your graveyard's going to be really full. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite interesting how like the, kind of the whole mana league ability loses its power in the late game yeah whereas this it's like almost like the major pain is scaling as well yeah as the game goes on so yeah, yeah uh, it's quite nice it won't necessarily become a deck card in your hand as yeah. quickly as yeah. Man League would mm-hmm. um, it also might be nice with the Abandoned Sarcophagus which we'll mention later mm-hmm. um, kind of a cycling tribal deck uh, not exactly tribal but you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> everything's, everything's tribal everything's tribal, tribal now yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we have Kefna's Last Word which we already talked about oh yeah I wanted to mention uh, Riddle Form which is a I don't know well, yeah, I think it's, it's kind of cool um, so it's one in the blue for an enchantment and it's a very buff looking ghostly sphinx there uh, it's whenever you cast a non-creature spell you can have you may have Riddle Form become a 3-3 sphinx flying in addition to its other types until end of turn and you can just play two and two and a blue to scry one uh, whenever you want. This one's kind of cool. Yeah, I like this. Yeah. yeah, there's there's like an angel card like this, isn't there? Yeah, it's like a white enchantment, is it? I think something like this. that. Yeah, yeah. Or was it a land? I don't know, or an artifact. There is an artifact that's like yeah. This there's like picture. a tomb. Yeah, yeah. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it a chroma's memorial or something like that? I'm not sure. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sure someone will let us know that. Tweet us. I'm hoping yeah. you know what that card is. Um. Yeah, so I don't know. That's a cool card. Maybe for like the spells deck and limited. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, go for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's nice that it's non-creature spell as well, not just not yeah. just instance, instance or sorceries like so many of these other cards. Mm. Mm. Um, tragic lesson we talked about. Oh yeah, unsummon is being oh yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's classic. Yeah. It's nice. Yes, well, I I know it's a I know it's a it's an old card that people refer to a lot, but has unsummon ever been played in a constructed format? I think so. I think it has, yeah. I don't know if it's going to get see play these days, to be honest. I mean, although we are in a world where, you know, unsummons get banned in standard. <laughs> so, Reflector Mage. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Slightly better than yeah. unsummons. Slightly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, it could see play. Yeah, like, it's an interesting option to have because, like, for blue decks, don't usually have much of an answer to indestructible permanents on the board, like gods. No, yeah. So... It's it's good to have anyway. I think um, if there's some kind of a blue tempo deck or something like that, or like a fog deck, I could yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. There there is like a fog deck that's on the kind of fringes at the moment, mm, yeah. four color turbo fog yeah. deck. So yeah, I think I was for context that we I got excited over this because I wanted to play it in like a like a Nigma Drake 
Cryptic Serpent uh, yeah, spell yeah, demo deck. Yeah. But then, then as we were talking about it, um, I think Wind's Rebuke is just better in that deck because you're getting the self mill is in in that in that limited arch- in that limited archetype to self mill is important. Sure, yeah, yeah. Your graveyard, so I mean, you could also play both. Uh, yeah, yeah. This could be like yeah. five and six of Winds of Rebuke or whatever. Um, there's also Striped River Winder, which is a. I just wanted to mention this on the off chance that um, Living End would play this card. So Liv- Living End has gotten a massive buff from this block overall. Oh yeah, yeah that's an area. It's gotten way better cycling creatures than yeah, it previously yeah. had. So this is a six and a blue for a five-five hexproof serpent. With very strange art. Mm. Um, it's cool, but it's kind of like cell shaded. It's weird. And it's uh, cycling for a single blue. Yeah, it's just pretty pretty good. Yeah. yeah. But like, I don't think... Does Living End play a lot of blue at the moment? I think they have a splash of blue. No, I mean, I feel like that deck is pretty easy to... They can set up their mana pretty easily however they want. Sure, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, their mana requirements aren't too stringent. They mm-hmm. just want to cast Violent Outburst or whatever. Mm-hmm. But apart from that, I think they're kind of good to go. So. Mm-hmm. But you could also go into a different colour, couldn't you? Violent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, what's the, what's the cards that they usually play now? It's like Violent Outburst and there's another Cascade spell. So it's like a three-mana Cascade spell. I can't remember the other one. No. They both do nothing. But anyway. there's, there's one with blue, I think. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. think that they do have actually have any blue sources in their deck at the mm. moment. But, like, between this and the Curator of Mysteries from the previous set, which are both single blue to cycle... Yeah, that could yeah. be enough. And those creatures yeah, right. are a lot better than the kind of Drek they play now. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. it could definitely be a thing. That's true. Yeah. Um, what else we got? And giving the deck access to counter magic as well, just in the sideboard. Yeah, like yeah if they're, absolutely. If they're not playing blue at the moment. Yeah. Um, what about Razaket's right? How does that Ooh. strike you? No, well, it, tell, it tells you we're in black. <laughs> <laughs> we certainly are. Uh, well, do you want to talk about Apocalypse Demon first? No. Oh yeah, sure. It's kind of terrible, but um, oh yeah, this is yeah. This, like one of the comments I read it was how it's it, this goes from like A plus to to intro pack rare very quickly. <laughs> uh, it goes uh, four black black for a flying demon. Uh, Apocalypse demons power and toughness are equal to the number of cards in your graveyard, which is good. At the beginning of your upkeep, tap Apocalypse demon unless you sacrifice another creature, which is bad. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> Uh, yeah, be a bad idea. I don't know. Yeah, no, apparently, I, apparently this uh, a card has never had this exact text before. The power and toughness each equal to the number of cards in your graveyard. No, really? So there are okay. there are things that have had equal to the number of creature cards in your graveyard. Yeah, equal to the number of cards in all graveyards, number of creature cards in all graveyards, mm. but never just cards in your graveyard. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah, this card's yeah. pretty pretty terrible. I hope. Yeah, I mean, you'd want to be playing like a cycling deck really to yeah or like a black red sacrifice bantu deck maybe maybe yeah, there's so. a there is more graveyard hate floating around now as that's well giant, so that's true yeah, these that's cards true. this even the baseline yeah isn't great and then this card is even worse in context i think yeah 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 and it's, it's a, then yeah and, and on top of that it's four black black yeah it's four it's black, like, black. Yeah, <laughs> you get it working you're still tapping out to do it like i mean yeah. you could just pay four mana for a mind rock demon and you get a four yeah. five trampler yeah that sounds pretty know? good yeah. much better <laughs> Okay, so uh, the aforementioned Razakit's right is a uh, four and a black for a tutor. So you mm. search your library for a card and that, you put it into your hand. <laughs> it is very expensive. <laughs> Sorry, tutor. it's not four and a black. It's three black black. That's so even actually, more expensive. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I got I got tutored in the I got tutored for maths in the Lima cert. That was stuff like that. Sorry. So we also have diabolic tutor in the format, which is two black black. Yeah, no, get, so a, get a get a card. Yeah. yeah, but so yeah, so we didn't mention that this card has cycling. No, and that does make it a, black. a lot better. It's like yeah. for a single black. 
But like, this is so bad though. Like, I can see playing this in sealed to get one of your bombs. I think in sealed, this is nuts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely nuts. Because it's an extra copy of your bomb with no opportunity cost. Yeah, if you draw your bomb, you just get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. So, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's amazing in sealed. It's pretty but, good in um, sealed. Yeah. For standard, unless there's like some kind of weird combo deck or a deck with a lot of silver bullets, like a green black delirium style deck, maybe. But yeah, they just play traverse because most yeah, of the silver bullets that's are true. creatures. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, yeah and, it's and even bad. if you do use this to tutor, like it's not instant, so you can't hold up anything else. Yeah. You have to top it for your whole turn pretty much to play it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about this ruin rat? He's so cute. Yeah. He's a little, little cute rat. Um, he's, got, he's got a little face. He does have a tiny little face. He's not on a bone. Um, so he's one on a black for a 1-1 one, one with death touch. So you've seen this type of card before. Yeah. But when he dies, you can exile a card from an opponent's graveyard. A single card. Very strange. But, like, but more graveyard hate. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of funny graveyard hate because... I say it's all about you know, this, this kind of uh, you know two drop rat, this one drop rat effect. It's like a one one with that touch. It's good to play early yeah. to mm. solve the game out. But then, like in the, in the early game, you're you're not necessarily going to want to go for graveyard hate. You know that's no no. Uh, and then in the late game, you play it to like get you know, whatever bomb they have in the graveyard. Yeah, uh, they're just not going to kill it. Yeah, yeah. I think and then they can't attack you unless you. Yeah, they just can't attack. Then you can just block yeah. whatever you want. And mm-hmm. they sacrifice it to to apocalypse demon. Oh yeah, <laughs> swing in for twenty. <laughs> yeah, or Bantu. Yeah. Or Bantu. Um, yeah. No, but I, th- I think the the idea with these is that you play them early and you just keep swinging with them. Yeah. And yeah. then you trade off with something late. Sure. Yeah. Again, we're only talking about this card for limited, but it does have graveyard eight. I don't know. I think it's I think it's a good countermeasure to exert as well in limited. Mm-hmm. Like oh, yeah. uh, you know, you can block the the Nef crop entangler or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And it's gonna die even yeah, if you yeah. take a bit of damage or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it goes really well in the the um, say like the blue black cycling limited deck. That yeah, once it once once a big game to sort out. Mm-hmm. Once a game uh-huh. to sort out. Once to go along. Yeah, yeah. It's something that actually like the last set was missing was just like a one one death touch. Mm-hmm. Probably because it would actually have gone a long way to stopping the the extremely yeah. fast starts from the red white decks. And <laughs> yeah, stuff that's like that. true. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's also nice that you can randomly get people's aftermath cards. Yeah, because yeah, aftermath yeah, seems good. a lot better in this set than it did before. Yeah. So, yeah. and you'll get a bomb cards as well. You trade this with yeah. the bomb guy, right? If I'm correct, when you put the ability on the stack, but the, the cards, the cards really will be in the both graveyard, in the graveyard, right? Already. So yeah. if you trade with an with an embalmed creature, you can immediately. Oh yeah. It. yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. Um, what else we got here? Into red, into red, into red. Liking this. Um. We have Firebrand Archer, which is a kind of interesting card because we now have kind of two of this copies of the same effect um, that we can Ooh, use yeah. in standard. So it's one in a red for 2-1. And whenever you cast a non-creature spell, it deals one damage to each opponent. So it's similar to Thermal Alchemist. Yeah. So those kind of burn style decks could be a thing? They could. I'm not sure, like, I haven't really played with the Thermal Alchemist deck much, but is more copies of Thermal Alchemist what they want? Well, I think you always want your Thermal Alchemist in play, so... True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think have, have, and having two of them in, in say, this one also attacks. attacks. Yeah. And also it does attacks, attack, yeah. 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 So it's like it, Not very well. Yeah, and instead of one tapping, um, yeah, it, it, it attacks. Uh, well, I, 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 I found that those Thermal Alchemists, um, three reason decks, like if you have two Thermal Alchemists out, it's like so hard to win those games because you, 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 yeah, you just need yeah. so quickly. Um, yeah, that could definitely be a thing, though. This one does die to Liliana, which is kind yeah, of a pain. Yeah, that's true, yeah. yeah. 
it could, this could also be in in uh, one of those type of uh, cantripy um, play loads of one mana spells on my guys, and they're oh, all yeah. block like yeah, oh, yeah. slip yeah, through yeah, space yeah. and yeah, someone now as well. Distortion yeah, yeah, strike. Some, yeah. yeah. Um, and there, there's also this other card um, from Hour of Devastation, which is Crash Through. It's a sorcery creatures you control gain trample until end of turn and draw a card. Mm. I mean, trample not yeah. very good with your two one, but uh, whatever. No, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> draw a card. It's good. Draw a card is always good. Yeah. Um, also not very good with turmoil. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, um, and then the I think it's the this is the last one in the cycle of last yeah. sorceries. Uh, yeah, we were kind of wondering what this one would be. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. we were thinking burn the face for a lot of damage, but yeah. no, that's not what happened. They decided to go with Red's more uh, random side, unfortunately. So it's uh, it, it also books the naming trend, so it's Hazaret's Undying Fury. So this kind of... Some people were having a a theory that Hazaret wasn't going to die, yeah. and this seems to lend a bit of credence to that. It's a uh, 4 Red Red for a sorcery. It's such a weird card. Shuffle your library, then exile the top 4 cards. You may cast any number of non-land cards with converted mana costs 5 or less from among them without paying their mana costs. Lands you control don't untap during their next untap step. So potentially you could get 20 well, mana worth of value out yeah, of this card. Yeah. Or, or if you, you get, get 4 Goblin lands. Dark Dwellers as one of the cards. What, what does that do? You can cast an instant or sorcery and then... As your second card, play the Goblin Dark Dwellers and flashback the sorcery. Oh, oh okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. oh you get stuck a bit yeah. of extra value. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. So, yeah, you get 23, <laughs> 26 mana. <laughs> well, not quite that much because it's three max, isn't it, for Dark Dwellers? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, anyway. if you get two Dark Dwellers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's nice to go. It has a very, very high ceiling, but a uh, yeah. uh, very low floor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this card, uh, I'm not interested in putting, sleeving this card up, I don't <laughs> no, think. No, me neither. It's, uh, I don't know, they always give red this type of effect, and I guess it, some players must just like this type of effect, you know, there's just like at a casual level. Yeah. I'd say this is popular. Um, like, I don't even know if I'd play this even without the lands you control done. Yeah, I, 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 I was yeah. thinking about this. Yeah. All, all the other ones have been effects that have been very undercosted. Yeah. I feel yeah. like if they're printing this effect... Maybe it would just be six anyway. And even like... And people still play it. The first thing you have to do as as, as part of resolving the card is shuffle your library. Yeah. So you can't even put something on top yeah, yeah. to be sure yeah. of getting a little bit of value. Yeah. I mean, there, there's very it's very unlikely that you'd be able to set up the top four. But maybe if yeah. you're able to set up the top one, mm. yeah, yeah, that yeah. could or be at least it, all right. Yeah, you could just like... Well, a Grim you Player, you could set up yeah. the top three. That's true. Yeah. 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 Then you're in three colours. Yeah. But I mean, we're already totally playing ridiculous. this card, so we're already okay, in sure, yeah. Christmas line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> five colors. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I don't know. Yeah, not not great. It is a silly card, um, yeah. but the next card is not a silly card. Oh, it's oh, as unsilly so. as you get. <laughs> Error of devastation. Um, so we got there. It, the name of the set is the name of the card, and uh, it is a wrath. So I, you know, how, how wrong was I on? I think we we're all they're all rats. <laughs> well, <laughs> which ones? Which ones aren't rats? Error of Promise <laughs> and Error of Eternal. Uh, Eternity. Eternity. Yes, they're not rats. Yeah. The other yeah. three. Oh, sorry. Error of Revelation and this. The first and the last one are rats, 
And the second one is a kill spell, so that's will give me half point there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you only have one thing on the board, it's a wrath. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, exactly. And I think I said this definitely wouldn't be a wrath, so I'm totally <laughs> yeah. wrong on that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, onto the card. It's also a very good card. It's so fast, it's a yeah. three red red for a sorcery. All creatures lose indestructible until end of turn. So say goodbye to your horses. Hour of devastation <laughs> deals Ronus. five damage. Yes. To each creature and each non-bolus planeswalker. Oh, yes. So nice. This card's brilliant. It yeah. kills everything. Oh, yep. The flavor text is, there is always a greater hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been great. Oh, it's not that. Missed opportunity there. No. Yeah. Um, listen well, wizards. Um, yeah, this deals with everything. This deals with Gideon. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. In, gets his, rid in of his final moments. Pretty much always gets rid of Gideon. Gideon is rarely above five. Yeah, yeah especially the game's on turn already five. over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, another nice thing is if you pl- happen to be playing some kind of red-white control deck and you have a Gideon, you can plus your own Gideon and then play this and he won't die because Gideon prevents all damage Ooh, yeah. that will be done oh, to yeah. him when he's plussed. I was oh. playing cube yesterday and I had Gideon Jura in my deck Yeah, and I uh, zeroed him, attacked with him and then uh, played Supreme Verdict. And uh, killed my Gideon because Gideon Jura does not gain indestructible when he becomes a creature. <laughs> no way. He, what? he just prevents damage. Just prevents damage. Yeah. So yeah, I lost a match. Yeah. Oh, that that is, that's that's thanks, that's Gideon. Not good. It's not good. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry, that just flashed back into my mind. Terrible memory. Yeah. Oh, no, dear. I remember when uh, when Allah Zendikar came out and people were like, oh, it's good that they put both of those things on him. Yeah. Because yeah. like in a lot of instances, they're functionally the same, but... Yeah, not when you want to. Not when you want Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, this is a very cool card. Uh, if you look at the amount of people brewing Grix's control on the Spikes subreddit. Oh yeah. And it's all because of this card. Well, yeah. no, it's because of Nickel Bolas. But Nickel it's Bolas mainly because of this card. Yeah, like, so... The problem The problem is that Grix's mana is, like, horrible. Mm-hmm. And everyone kind yeah. of assumed, because this was a Bolas set, we'd get, like, some extra love in terms of like making that mana base a bit better mm-hmm. we didn't we got that terrible common land yeah which like, oh god yeah people were convinced for a few days that that was going to be crumbling necropolis and everyone was like oh my god so much better. <laughs> yeah, that would have been cool <laughs> the god pharaoh been... has returned <laughs> yeah and uh, yeah it kind of would have been uh, flavorful as well to have that yeah, card. I, 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 just yeah. only that one yeah, yeah. I, I think i'm perfectly happy with, with grixis just being more powerful than any other any other shard or, or wedge whatever uh, yeah yeah i mean technically like, it is because of that one land but i mean that's not a good, so not a good land. Yeah. it's so awful yeah, it's pretty terrible um but yeah i mean this card just goes in blue red control anyway so sure yeah yeah so it's not like your taxi like the thing is if you just play blue red control and just splash black sources to play bolus yeah like that's probably fine yeah you don't even need to splash that much because you have ether yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You just need um, your fetid pools or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and then they have cycling, so they're lower opportunity costs as well. Yeah, um, yeah, like this card's great. Yeah, it's blue so blue red control was missing a good wrath. Like, yeah, sweltering suns, great. Radiant but, flames not very good. No, that deck. no not in that <laughs> deck. Sweltering suns was obviously a great option, but there are there are many points where. Sweltering suns will not get you out of the problem that you're having. Yeah, mainly against like for example zombies. Mm-hmm. If they ha- happen to have two Lord effects out, yeah. you're not going to get anywhere yeah. with your Sweltering Suns. But this, like, I don't think I've ever seen a zombie, apart from uh, Diagraph Colossus, get bigger than five, five fair and toughness. No, they generally like, don't. Generally, they top out of four fours. Yeah. At least the, the, yeah. the Lord. Anyway, yeah, we just mentioned that terrible land. Uh, I just realised, so it's also, those are really encrypted Eternals, is uh, when it enters the battlefield to gain one life, you can tap and add colour list to your mana pool. Mm-hmm. Uh, tap and pay one to add... Any Grix's colour to mana pool. 
Like, is that not those first in Shimmering Grotto? Yeah. No, because you get well, you get a lot. That's all. But yeah. you get less colors out of it. And play with yeah. your crest at Sunmare deck. Yeah, because it was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. You just need to add a fourth color, and you're already playing this card that yeah. doesn't produce white. Exactly. Yeah. I, um, but it's your land drop, and it makes you a five-five indestructible horse. Come yeah, on. True. True. <laughs> that's true. Um, yeah. Sorry, I had something across my mind. I was, I was, I was thinking yeah. about because we had, we had a reprint of um, Shimmering Grotto. Pain of Bluffs was in Pain there. Pain of Bluffs was in there. Yeah. 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 Um, they're both legal, I think. Not that it's very relevant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And Unknown Shores, we have. Yeah, you can play 12 of them now. <laughs> Why did they print that land card? It's so Just this, this one in this set? Yeah. What's it called again? Um, I mean, I know it's flavor and everything. It's called... Uh, something flavorful. I think they wanted the idea of helping Grixis out, but they just... I, I was reading the article that Mark Rosewater wrote today um, where he goes kind of card by card mm. through the set. And he said that uh, Crumbling Acropolis was in the file. Oh, no, okay. I, I, I'm and sure it was. Then yeah, at yeah. the last moment, they were just like, eh, it's a bit too powerful to just only power up Grixis, so we're going to change it to this terrible card instead. Oh, it would have been so yeah. cool, yeah. though. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think if they, if they just made it a desert uh, instead of giving one life, you'd be a lot happier with that. Yeah, it's no, it's still though. completely unplayable. <laughs> it could be a sandy crypt. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, they definitely yeah. yeah should have made it a desert as well. Yeah, just to give it some any yeah, kind of good exactly. extra utility yeah. over that terrible type of land. So, uh, Arrow Devastation, I think, is the card that most people are excited for in this. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's yes. like yes. super hype or whatever. There's there's a lot of other cool cards, but this this is the one. There's like Nickel Bolas, but like only one deck can play Nickel Bolas. Yeah, the Nickel and Bolas deck. It remains to be seen if you even want Nickel Bolas yeah. in the Nickel Bolas deck. There yeah. might be better ways. To yeah, play that's, it. that's true. Yeah. Um, Gear Hulk is probably just better. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what about Imminent Doom? Oh, this is such a weird card. I don't know the Great Rebel. It's also Nickel Bolas standing or flying in an imposing stance, um, like so many other cards in this set. It's a two and a red for an enchantment. It's a rare. Uh, it enters the battlefield with a doom counter on it. Okay. And whenever you cast a spell with converted mana cost equal to the number of doom counters on it, it deals that much damage to a target creature or player. And then you put another doom counter on it. It's very weird. It's very weird. So you play it for three, and then you play a one mana spell, and you get to do one damage somewhere. Hmm. And then you on top, you do whatever. You play a two mana spell, you get to put two damage somewhere. And a three mana spell, you get to put three damage somewhere, and so on and so forth. Yes. So it's quite restrictive because it's not equal to or less. It's equal to. Yeah, you have yeah. to cast converted mana cost equal to the counters to get them. Yeah, I don't think this is playable then. Neither do I. It's yeah. an interesting card. Like even in limited, you'll just run out of cards. Yeah. And then you've got to draw the exact mana cost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... I don't think and once it gets too high you can start you, you just can't use it anymore yeah, like yeah. once it gets to about 5 you just won't use it again yeah. well I mean at that point you've done 5 9 12 yeah, <laughs> yeah like 14, I would definitely, I would definitely at that point prefer, you've done 15 so yeah, it doesn't matter yeah, I definitely yeah. prefer to have open fire in my deck than this card <laughs> <laughs> you know? as would the combos with open fire is supposed it does, to it does yeah, yeah. Um, double damage open fire yeah that sounds pretty good yeah um, yeah, maybe the, there could be something to be said for this within, um, in that, like the hypothetical deck that we're talking about with the burn cards. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Because, like, because that like... plays a lot of ones, twos, and threes, which are, which will be the most ones to hit with the Doom, the most important yeah. ones to hit with the Doom counters, I think. And then if you're playing Madness cards in that deck, their CMC is a little bit higher. That's mm -hmm. interesting, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Spire yeah. Temper, yeah, is yeah. at three. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, 
Yeah, that could be a thing. Maybe, maybe. It's very slow. <laughs> it's very bad. Let's be honest. I think it's, it's so aggressively bad. We're going to um, go away. We're going to brew this deck. I we're going like to come back next week. Yeah. And then we're going to blow our listeners away with this deck. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, what else we got here? <laughs> That's actually good. Uh, Beneath the Sands, we chatted about that already. Talked about a braid already. We did, yeah. Which I think is quietly the best card in the set. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. Um, Error Promise, we talked about... Oh, yeah, Life Goes On. So this is an interesting card. Oh, yeah. Um, it's green for an instant, and it's uh, you gain four life. And then if a creature died this turn, you gain eight life instead. And it also is pretty metal. So it features another god with a hole in their head, Ronus. And it's uh, Samut standing on top of Ronus's corpse. Yeah. God. She didn't kill him. She did not kill him. No, no. 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 She's not that mean. Nope. She's pretty chill, actually. I'll kill my, lob- my lobster yeah, god. The big lobster, yeah. yeah. Well, see, the, when you say lobster god, right? I was thinking about this in the la- okay. last week, because you said this last week as well. When you say lobster god, it could be the scorpion or it could be the locust. Because did you know that in Spanish... The word for lobster and the word for locust are the same. I did not know that. Well, now you do. Jesus. It's langostura. How does that not yeah. cause problems at the restaurants that sell the <laughs> I know. locusts and lobsters? I know. Yeah. It, I'm sure it does. <laughs> when you're ordering the locust pie. Yeah, the yeah. waiters just have that moment of fear and they're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh, I'll just go with that one. No. They, they must be ordering the lobster. They must be. <laughs> it's <laughs> much more complicated. <laughs> you can just assume that. Uh, I think on that note as well, I think it's pretty well known that this stage that Bolus is, uh, I think it's like... Uh, yeah, Brazilian Portuguese for balls. Really? So and so if you look at the Spanish cards or the Portuguese translation of <laughs> cards like Slave of Bolus or Honor yeah. of Bolus, it's Slave of Nicole Bolus in that. Uh, and slave okay. of Nicole Bolus. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Good, 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 good. Balls. Um, yeah, that's, so, yeah, I, so Gaming for Life um, is, I, suppose it, it, also, I think it's interesting that. You know, we always just rate life gets straight up life game characters being terrible. Yeah. Um so yeah, so a one mana game for life is bad. Uh is one mana game eight life less bad. And how less bad. Is it Do worth you... a card is the real question. Yes. Do you know what is worth a card? Making a horse. Yes. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I think I, I think a five five is a card. Like uh, no, I think... five five is definitely a one mana card, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's worth <laughs> yeah. a mana, yeah. 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 Um indestructible five five. Yeah. Um No, I I think that people are excited about this card for modern. Okay. Yeah, sideboard yeah. card for modern. Oh, I wish it was target player against eight life. Ooh, that'd be sweet. Well, yeah. yeah okay. Is <laughs> <laughs> that shadow? That's comics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. in case you missed it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like, feed the clans is a or feed the clan. I don't know what's called. Clan, yeah, clan. feed the clan. Yeah. Uh, is a sideboard card in modern. Not played that much, but it is a bit of a sideboard card. I think it's yeah. that's that one in a green to gain five life, and then if you have a creature of power four or greater, you gain. 10 life instead yeah okay so this is just it's just cheaper for oh, like yeah eight, obviously 80% of the same effect um, could be a thing definitely yeah, and I think as we mentioned our discussion about the white overzer card that gaining um, 8 is just as good as gaining 10 yeah yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's also if a creature not a creature you control so you can kill a creature and then play this like yeah. if you're playing against burn yeah you can kill their goblin guide or whatever and then play this and then you've, you've won the game like yeah uh, definitely yeah. Um, so maybe we'll yeah. see how it goes uh, and then we have Majestic Miriarch which is a very odd card very um, majestic again terrible mythic <laughs> so it's five mana four and a green for a star star it is a chimera and it's power and toughness are each equal to twice the number of creatures you control so that's a lot so it's always at least a 2-2 yes by itself it's a 2-2 two, two. 
and it has massive wings. So why doesn't it just have flying all the time? I don't know. Anyway, there's more text in this card. Um, at the beginning of each combat, each combat, not just on your turn, yeah. if you control a creature with flying, Majestic Miriarch gains flying until end of turn. And then the same is true for First Strike, Double Strike, Death Touch, Haste, Hexproof, Indestructible, Lifelink, Menace, Reach, Trample, and Vigilance. Yeah. So it's similar to Odric. But no Skulk. No Skulk. No Skulk. Uh, good with... And also, on, only he gets it, not... Only the Majestic Miriarch yeah, gets it, yeah. not your whole team. So yeah, yeah. If you're trying to Voltron up your team, go stick with Odric. Yeah, um, it's five mana... So yeah, I don't know. Bone Picker is a creature that comes to mind because that gives death touch and, and flying. flying for yeah. one mana. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. What about um, what about the four mana Hydra? If you control the desert, Ooh. and if you have a desert in your graveyard, Ooh, gets vigilance, gets trample, and reach. But it, it already has vigilance, ah, trample, and reach. Okay. Oh yeah, okay. So, oh, even the, okay. so yeah. its its floor is is a smaller body, but it always has those keywords. Yeah. Yeah. What about the size of this creature? Like, if we get... Is, are we underrating this card? Is, am I, I, think it'll am be, I wrong? It's gonna be, is this card good? It was 2-2 and a 4-4. So it's bad. 6-6 six, 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 great. The like the Magma Spray. <laughs> <laughs> so. Hold on. If you curve 2-3-4 this, it's an 8-8. Eight, eight. Sure. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean... With it, all the keywords that the other ones have. But if you go 2 3 Four five colossip two three four <laughs> <laughs> You know, are you much worse off? Or are you still going to win the game? You know, it's worse than colossipede in some in many instances. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, um, I mean, it's, it's uh, yeah. I think. What about them? Um, like cards that you know. So you, but you, you your summons have flying. Itself? I mean, <laughs> is there is, is there a even just a creature that makes a token at the same time? Like you could go two three, like battle four creatures out. Sorry, say, yeah, say so that like, again? So let's say, so there's an example you gave, so you go two, you go, you go three, two creature, three creature, four creature. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking of like, I don't know, if your two is something like Servo Expedition, or your yeah. three is... Uh, is Oath of um, Gideon. Oath of Gideon, yeah, yeah. So, and your four is Thram's Expertise, yeah. casting Oath of Gideon for free. Yes. Yeah. So then you and have, this is green, so you can have voices <laughs> on your card in the deck. two, four, six... It's only uh, single yeah, green. Nine, nine tokens. Splash for this. So 18, this is a 2020 then. 2020. Um, with no keywords. With no keywords. That's the never. If we oh no! Wait, do the do the Gideon tokens have vigilance, or are they just one one soldiers? I think, I think they are just one one soldiers. Oh, okay. Well, the, all the tokens in this block have vigilance. Yeah. The one one yeah. warrior white tokens have vigilance. Yeah. So some kind of then you just then you just fling it at your opponent. <laughs> but then in response, they kill a token. In a way, they no, 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 Sorry, they would they would die. They would it's die. on the sacrifice because you sacrifice it as part of the cost of fling, and then. Fling remembers that it's a 2020 when yeah. you sacrificed it. That's how it works. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's good to know. It's it, good, it to remembers, know. It's good to know. Yeah, Before. Fling remembers its last known power and toughness. Yeah. Oh, nice. It's not going to change. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. so, yeah, but I get in like, oh, yeah, blue white tokens. Or not blue white, uh, green white tokens. Maybe. Uh, yeah. You're going very wide with, with zero ones. Um, yeah, I don't know what kind of keywords floating around you have. Could be a thing. Like, yeah, some kind of token deck. Like, I mean, you got Popters. Yeah, in the format, a lot mm-hmm. of people like copters. Yeah, I mean, like this, this is this, a, this strikes me as a card that might be good with Sylvan Advocate again. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean that, that was actually I think Sylvan Advocate was like the two drop of choice in the old um, Grey Tokens. Yeah, was, um, yeah, back in yeah, you have Glory Band. No, no, Glory Band initiate doesn't do anything until yeah. you exert it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the vigilance is nice on Sylvan Advocate. That is a thing. Mm. Yeah, like it is a like it, in a mid range deck. Maybe even a token deck. I feel like Glorybringer is kind of a hard five drop to beat. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, yeah. But if you're not, if you're not in red, if you're not but, in red, like yeah. there's a lot of there's 
so many good five drops at the moment. Yeah. Like there's Avison. There's uh, yeah, Avison comes to mind at the same like yeah. in the, in the same deck yeah. that you would play this in, and yeah, it's just because yeah. it's just solid all the time, uh, and it does so many things. Um, there's also Verger's Gearhulk, which is also good in a tokens deck a lot of the time. Um, Crested Sunmare. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd rather have a 10 10 than a 2 yeah, 2. Right. <laughs> I, I, I it goes with Ronus because Ronus. Yeah, Ronus is nice. It's going to be death touch. Touch. Yeah, and inexplicable. Yeah. And you need to, only you have three, if you have three creatures on the battlefield, if you have a token uh, Ronus and this. This is going to be a 4-4, four, four, which turns on Ronus. A 6-6. Six, 6-6. Six. Six, six. Yeah. Oh, sorry. So, it and Ronus turns on Ronus. It turns on Ronus. Yeah, that's pretty cool, actually. I think we've got to buy it. Maybe it's playable. I don't know. Dies to Magnus play. Yeah, let's buy these. Let's buy these. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't die um, to Phil. I went a bit mad last night when I bought a load of Nehebs. The new Neheb or the old Neheb? The new Neheb. Okay, yeah, that's I fine. bought the old Nehebs ages ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I was just thinking because of um, Neheb is pretty good with Torment of Hellfire. So you can put all the mana that you make from Neheb into your Torment of Hellfire. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and he's a flicked as well, so they've already lost life if they've blocked him. Anyway. Yeah. That's a side note. That's, <laughs> that's for our tournament report in three weeks. Yes, yes, can't yeah. wait. Um, I would love if that card ended up to be good and we, we showed all the haters. Torment. Tor- torment to Hellfire. Yeah. Yeah. Hellfire, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Um, okay, Overcome. Um, many people are her- heralding this as the oh, yeah. the death of this format, before <laughs> the, the draft and seal format before it even started. Uh, so it is very similar to Overrun. It is a three green green for a sorcery. Creatures you control get plus two plus two and gain trample until the end of turn. Yeah, this is just like cast cast this, win the game, in limited. Pretty much, well, well, most of the time. What is that? Uh, is Overrun Overrun's the same? Four, four mana. Four mana. No, Overrun's oh, sorry. five it's mana, five, but it's, it's plus two. Three, plus three, plus three, is it? Yeah, it's yeah. plus three, plus three, but the mana cost is more difficult. It's two green, green, green. Okay, right, yeah. yeah. So it's slightly more difficult mana cost for more for plus one, plus one extra. Yeah. On the effect, which yeah. is... Yeah. Much better, probably. Um, yeah, this, it, but, it is, but like, like this is still amazing. Yeah, like, like it would. Will people be saying this is the death of the limited format if they just reprinted Overrun? Yeah, oh, yeah. same. Like, yeah. Okay, Overrun yeah. is yeah. insane. Yeah. yeah, Overrun is way too good. Yeah, like you just it does, like this card is just unbeatable because like you think you're just racing someone or like there's yeah. a board stall, but eventually you're gonna draw your bomb and then they just kill you with all their mm-hmm. all their guys yes. and like. So, like, this looks like it'll be a little slower than Triple Amoncat was. Uh, because, Maybe. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, be... people thought Amoncat would be slower, right? But then it turned out the Exert creatures were all just way too good. Mm-hmm. And, like, this looks like with Eternalize and stuff, there's going to be... I don't know, that's a kind of bigger payoff for bringing stuff back from the graveyard. Mm-hmm. So, if, the, if it is yeah. a, a format that leads to a lot of big board stalls and stuff like that... Yeah, yeah, it's just like this card will just be Maybe, the best yeah. card. I think it'll just be good in no matter what the format's oh, yeah. like. Because oh, if yeah. there's board stalls, it's good. And if there's fast, aggressive decks, they just always play this as their curve topper and yeah. Yeah. win with it. Um, yeah, this should be a rare, probably, just for limited. Yeah, for limited balancing, I think. These type of effects. But um, I was thinking that Afflict probably makes this format just as aggressive as the previous one. Because there's still decent exert creatures. Not as many. But, like, Afflict is a huge disincentive to blocking well you can double block afflict creatures though and kill them really easily that's true but then you, you still took the damage yeah but like exert creatures often you couldn't even profitably double block them mm. because they had first strike you know mm-hmm. or they had flying or whatever yeah whereas this this time like if they're attacking with a one four with afflict it's really you can double block and not lose a creature you know sure yeah and then they're just down a card 
Yeah. So like, I think Afflict is really good, but I think it's not quite as pushed from the cards I've as seen exert. as yeah. Exert. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that's it for green. Okay, I, yeah, I believe so. Overcome. Oh, yeah. Were you a fan of Tenacious Hunter, Mister Wolf? Yeah, I I did like that card. Also a fan of Sifter Worm, the second coming of Palaka Worm. It's five green green for a seven seven worm with trample. And when it enters the battlefield, it's quite three. Reveal the top card of your library. Gain life equal to that card. It's converted mana cost. So if this is a slow format, this is the card that I want to play. Yeah. Because I lost two Palaka Worm a lot in whatever <laughs> Modern Masters that was in. I think it was in Modern Masters 2. Yeah. Well, what's Palaka Worm? worm you know, it's the same yeah. card. Okay. Similar. Well, it's it's seven cost, mana, same cost. Yeah. Or sorry, yeah. Triple green. Yeah. For a 7-7 seven, seven trample. And when it enters the battlefield, you gain seven life. Okay. And uh, when it dies, draw a card. I think that's what it is. Something like that. It's nuts. Yeah, it's completely yeah. nuts. Um, so like the the life you gain from this is probably less, but the scry and the scry three is about as good as a card, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, by the time you've resolved this, you probably don't really care about what else you're gonna draw. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. This will put another one to the top. Palaka yeah. worm is better, I think. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think this will be in the format. This will probably be as good. Yeah, yeah. Tenacious hunter is cool. It's two green green for a, a crocodile. It's a 4-4, four, four, and it, ha- uh, it says as long as any creature has a minus one, minus one counter on it, uh, it has Vigilance and Death Touch, Tenacious Hunter does. So, 4 mana, 4-4, four, four, Vigilance and Death Touch, as long as anything has a minus one, minus one. Seems unbelievable. Yeah, seems very good. Yeah, because, yeah. 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 I, mean, I mean, so, well, in a state standard, uh, head like we, well, we haven't really seen minus one, minus one counters come into standard very uh, at, a, at a big level. No. Apart from um, the ramp dude. Ramp lady, what's her name? Uh, Chandler initiate. Chandler initiate. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's a uh, okay. You could you know, pump this out with your Chandler initiates. Yeah, you got a yeah, Chandler three, three, four, four, four digital and stat touch. That sounds pretty good. Touch, I wasn't even thinking of it for standard. I was just thinking for yeah, for, for limited, limited. Yeah, it's insane for limited. Yeah, yeah. people just because the minus one minus one counters are everywhere. In yeah, the they just yeah. end up everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you can put them on your own guys as well in green. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you think of Bloodwater Entity? I love it. I think this card's class. Yeah. It's, a, what's going on here in the earth? I don't know. It's like it a ghost or something. Elemental made of blood. Oh, it's an elemental. Okay. And water. Water. Um, it's one <laughs> blue and red. <laughs> yeah. It does what it says on the tent. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, one blue red for an elemental. 2-2. Two, two. has uh, flying and prowess. And uh, when it enters the battlefield, you can put an instant or sorcery card from your graveyard on top of your library. It just seems good. I don't know if there's like a tempo deck in standard. This could possibly be a thing like we already have storm chaser mage at two mana yeah i'm not sure how many creatures this deck wants to play but we also have the the one the soul scar mage one yeah. drop prowess yeah, yeah, card yeah. as well mm-hmm. so now we just have like one two three drops in terms of prowess prowess and like Good i prowess, think i think about 12 creatures is what you want to play in a deck like that yeah, yeah. yeah. although yeah. enigma drake competes at the exact same mana cost yeah i think yeah. this one yeah would you yeah. prefer enigma drake in that deck you might run some kind of split yeah you could run a split yeah, you might run like Three and three, or more Enigma Although, Drakes because they're a bigger threat. This is kind of a nombo with Enigma Drake because taking yeah. them out of your yard. Yeah, but you just draw sense. it and then cast it again, which triggers this guy's prowess. Yeah, yeah, true. And then yeah, it's, yeah. it's in the graveyard yeah, again. Yeah. So then, if, if all your instant sorceries are like one or two, one or two mana, you'll be dead yeah. to it straight away. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, could be playable. Uh, yeah. And Blue Red Spells was really fun last format Unlimited. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Could continue to be that way. Uh, speaking of minus one minus one counters, as we were a minute ago, um, Obelisk Spider. This card is um, really good. It's it's so cool looking as well. Yeah, it's the art is deadly. Yeah. One black and green for a one four with reach. Surprise, surprise! It's a spider. 
Uh, whenever it deals that combat damage to a creature, put creature put a minus one minus one counter on that creature, so it's um basically wither. Uh, and whenever you put well, no, it's not. Why? Because this deals one damage and then it puts a counter on it. Oh wow! Oh yeah! Oh my god! So this yeah. kills a two two that it blocks. Oh nice! Yeah. Wow. Um, and whenever you put one or more minus one minus one counters on a creature, each opponent loses one life and you gain one life. And you make a 5 5 undestructible horse. Yeah. This card. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't say that last part, but no. it does if you have a crescent sun. Yeah. This card um, is is unreal. Like, this, uh, if we're talking about stuff to slow the, f- the limited format down a little bit, like, yeah. this is so hard to attack mm-hmm. into. Like, really, really hard. You can just I kill. You can see that about the. Yeah, it just yeah. kills all two toughness creatures that it blocks. Yeah, that's nuts. Or you can like block. There, there are a lot of two toughness creatures in this. In this well, in the previous, in the previous format, format, yeah. Right. And like, or you can block and then put a counter on. Oh no, it has to be the same creature, right? Yeah, yeah but still, it's so good. It's yeah. like it, it makes it so hard to attack into. Yeah, and then, but then that creature just can't attack you the next turn. Yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah, exactly. just what will happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also good with like this could this could be a constructed card. I think so. Yeah, I think like with with Hapatra. Yeah, if you were like blocking stuff and making snakes, yeah, yeah this is this place. is probably like Ooh. a payoff card that would make you want to play Hapatra. I would yeah. say the problem is like Hapatra being a two drop and playing a legendary as your two drop is kind of awkward. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, but yeah. yeah you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Um, did we talk about this mummy? It's a black white black white zombie. So it's one black white for a two three zombie. And uh, you can pay one in a white to give an attacking zombie lifelink until the end of the turn, uh, or one in a black to give an attacking zombie death touch until the end of the turn. So I, I think, in constructed at least, the uh, zombie deck is not lacking for three drops. No, definitely yeah, not. Um, yeah. You have Diagraph Colossus, you have Lord of the Accursed, um, you have... Dark Salvation for one. Yeah, Dark Salvation yeah. for one. Yeah. You have the new um, Amit Eternal cards. Yeah. Plague Belcher, if you want yeah, to play Plague that. Belcher, yeah. Yeah. So even yeah. even Plague Belcher is a really good card that's not seen playing that deck at the moment because there's yeah. just no space for yeah. it. Yeah. So I don't know if this will fit, especially because it doesn't give any static effects. You have to pump a decent amount of mana in mm. to get this. Um, but looking forward into the future after rotation, I think the amount of support that zombies have received in this block altogether should mean that there'll be a black white zombie deck going forward after rotation, even after they lose the um the yeah. Shadows Over Innistrad yeah, stuff, yeah. I think they're losing like a lot of their best cards though. It's true, yeah. yeah. They're losing Crypt Breaker and Diagraph Colossus, which are And Relentless Dead. And Relentless yeah. Dead, yeah. yeah. Well, well the, this, Dead, so yeah. this is a white black card, so that's not in the same deck. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah, going forward it would have to be white black yeah. and not mono black but mm. anyway it's nice to see that the support will continue for people who want to play that type of deck definitely uh, Farm to Market we talked about yeah last week <laughs> in detail yeah in great detail uh, Consigned to Oblivion is a cool card so it's um, it's a, yeah we're into the aftermath cards now so it, this is a blue black aftermath card it's a one in the blue for an instant return target non-land permanent to its owner's hand so already this is you're you're thinking about this in competi- competition with Unsummon like yeah, we talked yeah, about earlier yeah. we have other cards that so this is non-land permanent, so that's much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, much better than creature. And then the oblivion side is um, four and a black for a sorcery. Um, target opponent discards two cards. You know what's unbelievably class about this? 
Benz is Gideon as well. No, it's uh, <laughs> no, I think the front half is an instant and yeah. the back half is a sorcery. Oh, yeah, so that works with potential gear hulk. Gear hulk, yeah. So on their draw step, you can make them discard, discard two cards. Yeah. That is pretty nuts. Yes, much better than what I was thinking. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm still not sure if that makes a good just to play. Bounce the Gideon and then make them discard the Gideon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah, sounds yeah. good. Yeah, because I think it's. Uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah, so naturally with the ultimate effect to the downside is well, you're, you're gaining tempo for cheap but you're losing a card yeah so yeah. then yeah the, the back to the losing side of this is undoing that yeah it card gets advantage. you back to yeah, yeah. parity in cards yeah, yeah. well yeah. sets you up well, you're going to be up because it's it, it's not cost well if it's you not get really costing a card to, to, yeah uh, well because you're down one when you oh yeah you'd be up you're one, not yeah. down one though because you're casting a card from your graveyard when you do it the second time it doesn't cost you a card the second time sure yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah, what I'm th- yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I was thinking wrong yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah yeah I think th- I don't know this could be a thing definitely could yeah. be yeah, yeah. yeah. I right. can see this being a thing making people discard on their draw step is yeah. one of the worst feelings you can Jesus. do to someone in magic this, yeah. this is why they do not print instant speed yeah. uh, discard yeah. anymore uh, except for discard right here yeah, yeah. <laughs> discard <laughs> I didn't right even mean to do that okay Claim to fame, we talked about struggle to survive, or okay. Um, did we talk about this one, Appeal to Authority? don't think so. I don't think we did. It's a green for a sorcery. Until end of turn, target creature gains trample and gets plus X plus X, where X is the number of creatures you control. Um, it's fine. Yeah, it's a yeah, card for a single yeah. mana. And then uh, Authority is one and a white for, again, Aftermath. Tap up to two car- target creatures your opponent controls. Creatures you control gain vigilance until end of turn. So that seems like a bit of it. Like, if you can cast them both in the same turn, which... You definitely could because it's only three mana. That seems like a bit of a game ender there. Yeah, it doesn't do anything when you're behind, but yeah, that's not such a big deal. Maybe. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's sorcery on both path, both both parts. So, yeah. yeah, it's kind of like the what was the the like was a five drop in um Revolt, <coughs> but the big bird, the white bird that comes down and gives everything plus one plus one vigilance. Don't feather eagle. Don't feather yeah. eagle. Yeah. It's kind of like that. In, well, obviously cheaper without body, but it's like you're mm-hmm. you're you're pumping. Well, you already pump one creature, but given everything, vigilance is like yeah. in in yeah in limited. It's you're getting like a free attack in. Yeah, and you're tapping two of their creatures as well, so you're going to tap yeah. the only things that can pl- profitably block. Yeah, or yeah especially when it would exert stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. I mean, it's a, like trial of solidarity last format was such an insane bomb. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, leave to chance. This is also kind of hinting at the uh, the future. Uh, I think. Amaket. Uh, yeah. So it's leave as one and a white for an instant return any number of target permanents you own to your hand. Should be called scoop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, scoop I, to a, flood. Yeah, yeah. I, I think even as the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the front half of this card is like I feel there, there's got to be ways to use this. Like you can you can, you can put lands off your hand if you need it, but uh, it's just, there, there's there's no limit to what you can do. You like can, what you can pick up. Like, you can pick up all your moxes and replay them, increase your storm count, and then. You know, cast tendrils of agony. Yeah, yeah. I thought that seems. Yeah. This is a very strange card. I mean, it's like a bad combat trick mm-hmm. in limited, I guess, mm-hmm. or like save something from removal. Yeah, I don't really want to pay two mana for this effect. So, what's the back half? The back half is chance, which is a three and a red, and this is a sorcery, and it's a discard any number of cards, then draw that many cards. So, so they kind of work together. Yeah, you if can pick up your of... crap and then discard it. And then draw a bunch of cards. Draw more cards. So if you get flooded... It's very expensive though. It's six mana. Let's uh, do all that. I don't know. This is Oh, what if you... One. What if you uh, scoop? What if you have in, uh, Enigma Haven? Oh, Drake Haven on the battlefield. Oh, okay. Uh, and then you scoop float up a bunch all of your lands, everything. Yeah. Discard 20 cards. 
Chance is four mana though, so okay, yeah. You're gonna be using some of your mana to do that. Yeah. What, what about him? Um, yeah, this doesn't seem very good to me. Right, we can, we can, we can or uh, what about uh, what else is there in, in the, the, the locust god? Um, <laughs> just something just came to me. What about the um, flame blade adept? Oh, you know the one mana oh, yeah. one yeah, two yeah. that gets plus one plus zero oh whenever you discard a card. Yeah, yeah. Or is there's other cards that do that as well, aren't there? In, oh, I, in I, I, I think about well because because when you when you do this you're going to draw cards. Uh, if okay. The locust god it's going to make you a one one haste flyer. With yeah, that, that so. sounds pretty good. Yeah. Mm. You don't seem excited about that as you did about flame blade. No, I like flame blade death more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it just fits into whatever that deck is doing. Maybe yeah. <laughs> that well, that deck I think is more likely to be red white. Yeah, you're right. So. Um, but anyway, this is a weird combo-ish card, I think, more than anything else. Um, I think it's like kind of a just mediocre value card in limited. Sync? the only thing I can see for it, yeah. Yeah. Like save I mean, card from removal. Save card from removal, reactivate a bat into the battlefield effect. Yeah, pick up a few lands and draw a couple of cards. Sure, yeah, you can pick up one of your cycling lands late and cycle yeah. it if you want. Yeah. Um, I don't yeah, know. It's, I don't a, know. it's an interesting card. It makes you think a lot. We we talked yeah, about yeah, that one. Yeah, quite I a feel lot. like yeah, it's a, it's a, for how uh, weird it is. Um, yeah. So yeah. I mean, is there? I suppose there's Is there a board state that you win the game straight away if you cast this card? No. No. I, I think I think if you can imagine not board state how hard it is to get there. If this is a one card combo. <laughs> you know, oh, you. How, how could it be a one card combo? <laughs> it's just got set up. <laughs> so a board state where you win the game. No, it's well, not. I can imagine that. Like, yeah, but I, I, I say faith is devoted if you're like, playing a murder deck. Yeah, uh, I see. If, if yeah, I, yeah, sure. Yeah. You still got to pay a bunch of mana. Yeah, yeah. You'd have to have. Yeah, you're right. A, a lot of mana. Yeah, to do that. Mm-hmm. To yeah, yeah. With that. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, my, my example of Drake Haven was bad because yeah, you're paying one for each two two. Well, with faith is devoted, you have to pay one as well. Yeah, you pay yeah. one as well. But Locust God, you don't. No. You're only getting one ones. You have the power. Don't you only get one one one? No, you get no because you you whenever you draw a card. Oh, I thought it was uh, one or more cards. Okay. No, whenever you draw a card, create a one one. Okay, yeah, cool, cool. And haste. Just, yeah. yeah. Okay. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Um. Okay. Abandoned sarcophagus. We talked about this earlier. This is yes. a super crazy card. Um. It's three mana for an artifact, and you may cast. This is so hard to understand for me. I have to read this so many yeah. times. You may cast non-land cards with cycling from your graveyard. Yep. So, cards yeah. that you've cycled. Or They're just cards, cards that with have, like cards have that have the cycling, to cycle it. that are yeah, in your graveyard. Cycling, yeah. You can cast them from your graveyard. Yeah, so it increases your hand size to all of the cards with cycling in your graveyard yes. plus your hand. Yes. Yeah, uh, sure. and then if a card with cycling would be put into your graveyard from anywhere and it wasn't cycled, exile it instead. Yeah. So once you've played this, you can't like censor something and keep getting the censor back. Yeah. Because if you censor from your graveyard. It'll it's going to be exiled. But, but if you cycle another sensor, yeah. that goes into your graveyard just fine. But also if you cast the sensor from your hand, it'll get exiled. It also gets exiled, yeah. 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 So you've got to try and cast the cycling spells you want to cast before you put this into play. This could be a good card for like a control deck or like a tempo spells deck that uses a lot yeah. of cycling cards. Yeah. Because like you just do your things early in the game, control the game, cycle, whatever, or just cast the cycling cards, whatever, like sensors and... Um, countervailing winds or whatever yeah. and then in the middle-ish of the game in the, the mid turns of the game you play this and now you just have a counter in your graveyard yeah. 
Well, this yeah, I, I think that's gonna be huge. Like, this would like curator of mysteries is insane. It just keeps coming back from the graveyard, right? Uh, okay, I think if you cast it from your graveyard, no, we like, put it in from anywhere and it wasn't cycled. So if it oh, dies right, on right. the battlefield, yeah. it gets right, right, okay, yeah. right. Well, right, still, right, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, but it comes back once. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think um, like even if you like if you have sender uh, deliverance in your graveyard, and then you play this, it's like your opponent's just not gonna play artifacts. Because mm-hmm. you'll you'll be you'll be basically killing it for free, so mm-hmm. you know, it changes even though the, the presence of this card on the battlefield is going to change. It's going to have an impact on your opponent's plan. Yeah, it gives, um, it gives you a huge number of options and yeah. stuff. Yeah, um, it's very yeah, good the, with hieroglyphic elimination. Specifically. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Although that card's already good with torrential gearhulk, so yeah, but this could this could be yeah. in the same deck, or there could be a cycling yeah. deck. I don't know, like we haven't really seen a cycling deck so far, yeah, except, for the, um, except for the Combo new perspectives deck, yeah. 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 but that's slightly a different thing, I think. Yeah. Um, it go, actually, would it go in that deck? Maybe. Because you, you, well, you don't usually cast I mean, the can, cards in that deck, you usually just cycle them. You yeah. can already just go off, right? Like, yeah, yeah. you don't need this to help. Anywhere and it wasn't cycled exile instead. Yeah, no, it doesn't, doesn't really have that deck, I don't think. Um, yeah, it's cool though. Yeah, like if there was a dedicated cycling deck, I'm thinking like a blue black cycling deck with the payoffs of Drake Haven and Faith of the Devoted. You could play this as like maybe a two of because the effect doesn't stack. So those are your main three drops: is Drake, mm-hmm. Drake Haven and Faith of the Devoted, or maybe even just four Drake Haven, two Faith of the Devoted, two of this, yeah. and then you always have something good to play on three that goes with your cycling plan. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's an interesting card. Anyway, um, I'm sure somebody. This is also a combo tastic card that I'm certain mm-hmm. sure somebody will think of a way to um, break. Yeah. Uh, speaking of broken cards, we have a hollow one, which is five generic mana for a rare golem. It's a four four. It has cycling two, and it costs two less to cast for each card you've cycled or discarded this turn. Yeah, so it's pretty easy to make this guy pretty cheap. Yeah, like just in standard, just off the top of my head and many other people's heads, uh, on turn three, you can play a Cathartic Reunion and discard two cards, yeah. and draw two cards, and then play this guy for one mana. Yeah. On turn two, you can Tormenting Voice, right? Oh, no, well, that's, that's only discard one, one yeah, so then yeah, he costs yeah, three. Yeah. three. So yeah, so yeah, turn three is the fastest you can get him out, yeah. then, I think. Uh, you need a chance. Turn three, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, no. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of uh, Collective Brutality, but that only discards two on turn two. Um, yeah, I think it's turn three in standard. But in modern, you can get this guy for zero mana on turn one with Street Wraiths. Oh my god. Yeah, and well, not Cataxian Probe anymore. No, no but not if there had been... Oh no, because that's not discarded. Oh sorry, it's not it's discarded. Only yeah, it's only yeah, Sarkovitz. Yeah. So just Street Wraith. Street Wraith. Yeah. So as soon as you're wouldn't. No, no, that no. exiles, yeah. Seems weird idea, wouldn't it? No. No. Or... No, you exiles. Oh, yeah, yeah, exiles. So you're getting mana, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's really interesting. I feel like this card is going to be, like, some kind of busted part of, like, an engine, but I just can't really figure out what it'll be. Could be in the same cycling deck. Yeah. 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 Just as an extra threat or something like that. Blocker, like... Yeah. Like, Al, you were talking about saying you think it could be pretty good in the Emerge deck. Yeah, so, um, oh, yeah, because yeah, you know, for each, each, each of those abilities to bring back uh, Citrine Scab or Advanced Citrine, you're discarding two cards. So, same kind of thing as uh, Wolf Engine and Thetic Union. It's going to, when, when you do that, you know, one, man, one man left, it's going to play out yeah. a 4 4. And yeah. then you have uh, like a five mana dude to 
emerge out of. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's another thing. So the battery, you're, you're getting on the battlefield for cheap. And, and I think especially 5 is like the sweet spot for LED Fiend because it's like... Cost blue, blue, yeah, blue. And that, that's, that's the lowest LED Fiend can cost. And then even um, even better, it's like you can you emerge Retrogriff out of it. And if that oh, costs yeah. 1 blue to turn the 4-4 four, four into a 3-4 flyer and draw a card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's pretty nice. So yeah, yeah you can flashback cost extra turn out of that as well. It's yeah. Pretty good, pretty good deal. Or I was thinking in black, like this makes distended Mindbender really, really cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which has like yeah. always mm-hmm. been the less seen, less yeah, played exactly, than yeah. the blue cards. Yes. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I think I think it's I, I feel like it's just a shame that it's only gonna be in standard for a very short time with the emerge. With the emerge cards, yeah. yeah. But it seems yeah. like there's gonna be some broken stuff you can do with this card yeah, going forward. I, I, I always kinda of think that, but then I then I realized like if everything was just in standard at the same time as everything else, we just yeah, yeah. Uh, I was like everyone would just yeah. be playing collector company. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah I, I think it was the Moon. I feel like, I always feel like Elgin Moon gets a raw deal because it's of all the sets, it's going to be in standard at least. That's how I felt about Origins the previous year as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. Origins didn't have enough time in standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's true. No, absence makes the hair grow fonder, lads. That's right. Does, yeah, you always have frontier. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we do. Don't know about that, but uh, anyway. Um, did we talk about these Oasis cards? The um, or sorry, the yeah, is Oasis. Oh no, they they all have different names. They're other, uh, other deserts. Oh yeah, they're like deserts with effects. Spell. Yes, deserts. they're oh, like yeah. they're like mainland deserts. So they tap for colorless. They they come in untapped. They they all tap for colorless, and they all pay one light. You can tap them, pay one life to add one mana of the color that they are. So like you know, well they're not these colors, but anyway. Um, yeah, they tap for monocolor. There's, there's yeah, five of them. Yeah, 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 they tap for each color, and they each have an activated ability, which involves paying a mana cost, tapping, and then sacrificing a desert, any desert. Um, yeah. So the green one is um, target creature gets plus three plus three until end of turn, um, and you can only activate it when you it could activate a sorcery. Uh, I think they're all that actually. Um, the blue one is sack a desert, put two minus one minus one counters. The blue one is That's sorry. The this one. the black one. Sorry, the black one. Um, this one seems the strongest. It's um, pretty nice, yeah. Removal yeah. spell as a land. Is the blue weird. one is probably terrible. It's actually, the blue <laughs> one is instant speed. Oh, uh, the blue one is instant speed, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's a mill, mill card. So you pay, it's also the cheapest. Okay. So it's instant speed and cheapest. So you pay one in the blue, top, like a desert. Target player plus the top four cards of his or library into his oh, library. Wait, wait, what if you play this with the, you know, the Crucible of the Worlds on a stick? If you play this with a desert and that, you can do this every turn. Yeah. You build one for four. Yeah. I mean, is, is it middle them for four every turn? Still, I couldn't look for it. Killed them ten turns later or something? Yeah. Ten turn clock. Yeah. Not so sure about that. Well, it's like, meh. Yeah. <laughs> with the other ones, it seems very good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that works with all of these, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. But they, this is the cheapest one in terms yeah, of mana yeah, to activate, yeah. so I don't know, maybe. Um, then you have Ramanap Runes, and this is the one that we had, like, has like art that looks like lightning bolts. And oh yeah, I was <laughs> really disappointed. <laughs> oh, it's a land. Um, but this one is uh, two damage to each opponent, and this one is instant speed as well. Oh right. Um, so it's really unfortunate that it's not opponent and cre- or creature, but I think it'd probably be too strong with it. Be pretty good it's a creature as well. Yeah. Um, and then the white one involves uh, giving everything plus one plus one to turn all your creatures, and that one's a sorcery as well. Yeah, I think the I think the black one is the best. It's just a just a removal spell. Yeah, yeah. You, you can trade it for a card. You're you're happy like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like and as the, you said, the red one can be good as well in an aggressive deck if you can get the last couple of points in. Yeah, it's a little bit of reach. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, and you probably don't care too much about your life total. So. 
Yeah. Probably not, no. But I think these are, these are really interesting. Again, very short amount of time that they're in standard with the Eldrazi. So these are no. basically dual color lands for Eldrazi. Yeah. So these might enable Madari Shaper, Todd Nuts here, and Realm Smasher to make a little bit of a comeback in, those, in their last few months in standard. And of course, Cosmic Degree Distortion. Cosmic Degree Distortion. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, so we had that mono red Eldrazi deck that kind of popped up over the last few weeks. Um, I think that that's straight away will just get an upgrade from, yeah. from these cards out of the box. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and who knows what other kind of variations new, of those new, those new ramp spells we can get some wastes or get some sanctum, sanctum yeah yeah actually uh, that, to the first oh, I, I meant to say yeah. that earlier do you think the error of promise could be good if, if it's like a, a green slash colorless deck and you play rune in their wake you know rune in their wake oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I think that never saw any play yeah because I think it's uh, rune in their wake is, it's, it's really hard it's really hard to turn on you have to control a to, waste yeah you have to waste. have a waste for it to be yeah. like a rapid growth yeah um, but like if you don't then it's just a tutor for a land yeah yeah, they get wastes. Not great. I think, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think the variations of the ramp decks that played that also played uh, um, Volum Wilds to get your early wastes. Your waste, yeah. Um, yeah. So those who are playing out of Volum Wilds might as well be splashing under colour. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, well, you could, well with these cards, yeah, you could splash under colour. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, it could uh, be a thing. Yeah, sure. We'll see. It's exciting. Anyway, well, you you make it a thing. I'll make it a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. We'll, we'll play it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, no, I'll be playing my terrible blue red burn deck. Um, and I think that's it for the spoiler. That, yeah. That's all the cards. We got through them all. God, this is our go. first spoiler season that we've uh, gone through and evaluated cards. No, um, we're we're here for I'm okay. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. There... We did, or we did like maybe half of the Amaket spoilers. Yeah, but this is the first time we've been there. We went through the whole thing, yeah. Start yeah. to finish. But we didn't do it in one show. But uh, I think there there were some of the lads who were asking for a for a set review show, but I don't think, I uh, don't know if we're up to that. I don't, like, uh, I'm not sure what really we would bring that other people aren't already covering yeah, in yeah, terms of there's, the set review. There's already a four-hour podcast of the set review. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, like multiple people put up posts on uh, War Spikes as well if you want to read different opinions apart from the, the limited yeah. resources guys and stuff yeah, like yeah. there's it's like I don't think we're going to have any special insight yeah. you know what I mean like set reviews are fun to read um, if for no other reason than you like to disagree with the people yeah that's true that's true, uh, yeah. that's true yeah. but I mean, there would be a lot of disagreeing with us probably so 100% would, yes definitely there would be a lot of disagreement amongst us I'm sure yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. but I, I do yeah I do think that the, the there's there's a lot of set reviews out there. It's not something that we need to. Provide. No, I mean we've already we've already done what two and a half shows just highlighting cards that we think are interesting. Exactly, so yeah. that's probably enough. I yeah, think. Yeah, 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 maybe we can bring our own pizzazz uh, to Ixalan. I, I'm not quite sure how yet, but I don't know. We'll think about it. We'll think yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, before I forget, I have to mention about the Irish captaincy. So so um, Dave got in touch with me um, after not the last episode, the one before that. Um, to let me know an extra tidbit of info so um, he said that he's he is qualified for the for the Kyoto for yeah. uh, the, the Pro Tour in Kyoto to, through the RPTQ that he taught for it um, but the interesting thing or that adds a bit more excitement to it is that he's actually going to the Grand Prix in Kyoto which is I think, I think is the week before it is it's the the weekend before the pro tour. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's so he actually has two shots. Like if he makes, if he makes ten five, at that pro tour. Sorry, at that uh, Grand Prix, 
then that would put him after he plays the pro tour that would put him level with McKaylee which would ah, make him win. Okay, yeah, cool. okay. So he ha- he has he, he has to do 10-5 in the GP or better. Yeah. If he does yeah. better than 10-5 in the GP then, then he's, he's he's just captain. Yeah, he's yeah. locked for it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Or but if he does 10-5 No, even if he does 10-5 he, he's, he's locked, locked for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He has to do at least 10-5. Yeah. That's or cool. if he doesn't yeah. make that in the GP then it'll be down to the pro tour. Yeah, yeah, so do better than nine, nine, nine wins, six, wasn't we? Yeah, I think it was in nine, something like that. Yeah. So that's um, not this weekend, but next weekend the GP then. Yes, yes, um, and I believe Gus is heading over with Dave as well. Ah, sweet, so oh, that's cool. Yeah. I, Gus was saying to me that he, he doesn't, he has no idea about the cards. Oh so yeah, he's yeah. gonna be probably gonna be reading them on the plane. It's standard, is um, it? Must or is it sealed? Is it sealed? I don't know. New not format. Sure. Not, not hundred percent sure about the format of the GP, but. Uh, Anyway, someone can let us know about that in a tweet as well. That's great. Anyway, well, good luck to Dave. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Best of luck. Fair play for keeping it interesting. Yeah. Up until yeah. the last second. Yeah. I love it. It's always nice to have a bit of drama to these things. Drama. Um, yeah. Definitely. So okay. I'm sure, I'm sure Michaela will be on the, the edge of a seat <laughs> pressing <laughs> yeah. F5 on those uh, For some fixtures. reason, I can't imagine Michaela on the edge of a seat. Uh, no, he'll be comfortably reclined in a seat. <laughs> yes. Mashing F5. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so we have a talk about our PPTQ that we attended. Yes. Okay, we attended the PPTQ. Uh, so, Kieran, you were not there, so we'll fill you in. Yeah, I'll, I'll play the role of the interviewer, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I decided to give it a miss just because I, I'm i not really that in love with any of the decks at the moment. Yeah. And I kind of just haven't been playing that much, and I just I just felt a bit off in terms of standard. I was like, sure. I, this is just a tournament I felt like I could give a miss to. Yeah. But you guys have been pretty, pretty with it in terms mm-hmm. of this standard, and you were discussing deck choices and you know uh, card choices and stuff a lot before the tournament so uh, what did you guys decide to play uh we both played teamer energy yes there you go so, so we've been talking about this deck a lot no yeah, big yeah. surprise yeah, i suppose I, I i was very on and on until the last minute between teamer energy and green white tokens in retrospect i actually wish i did play green white tokens yeah. <laughs> i played teamer energy and i acquitted myself relatively well so whatever yeah <laughs> it's yeah. okay yeah, i'll see so we, i think we, we both went three two we did which was and we're not enough breakers for top eight no i don't think any yeah. three twos made no, top eight no. which is contrary to what we were saying last yes. week that one three two will <laughs> well, always make top eight yeah but i looked at it and it was basically because people i think quite a few matches didn't id when they could have id right, okay. which is yeah. going to screw things up basically. i think in this this pbtq that we went to the previous weekend or last weekend uh every all the eight top eight id and it was yeah. a clean cut yeah yeah, um, yeah so yeah that's that's what happened i think i was 10th or something in the end yeah yeah, I think um, you guys were like tenth and eleventh yeah, we or something like that. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, so so, uh, so what? Any differences between your your deck choices, or did you? Yeah, I think, I think probably the same we, list. We disagreed a lot on the elephant. Uh, well, well, uh, I, yeah. I played the elephant. Uh, Wolf did not play the elephant. The elephant yeah. being the one Ooh. drop test is three four. Green belt rampage. Green belt rampage. Indeed. Um, actually, I'm actually off it now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I think it's it's weird. I mean, we're talking about kind of whether it's good. If it's still good in this format, we 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 both realized it was good when Aetherus Marvel was in the format, mm-hmm. mm. um, and we kind of feel like that might have changed. Uh, I I I liked it because it does kind of contest the board against um, Crystal Hydra. That Crystal Hydra, oh, well, yeah, can't can't really attack properly into properly into it, which I think is huge for your three drop. But then I, don't know, I I've seen so many people now just running away with the game with like an uh, an unanswered uh, Lantus Club. Mm-hmm. So I, I think having like a two drop that can also be a, just a bomb. Yeah, it's, it's Lantus Club just. Sometimes just runs away with it, like yeah, it feels yeah. itself. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so I think it's uh, so that's what we were talking. Um, 
Yeah, but I think I think in terms of deck choices, we didn't have any other major differences. Well, up until the last minute, I was on the no LED fiends plan, and then oh, yeah. we played a game right before the tournament, and you beat me with LED fiends. Yeah. I was like, oh, I get some of them in there. Yeah, <laughs> so I just quickly changed my list and put yeah. in two two LED fiends. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's right, right before we were due to hand yeah. in the deck lists. I was, um, I'm still off the LED fiend. I don't like it. I I actually I never drew it all day. Oh, okay. Never had so it in my hand or obviously, drew it or cast it. Terrible. So yeah, <laughs> didn't make a difference to the to the tournament for me that day. But yeah. um, I did like like when I was playing the games, I did think about it and the possibility of drawing it. And I think most of those times it would have been good. Yeah. So that's reasonable enough for me. I think. Okay. Yeah. That's gonna. Um, I don't know if it will always be the best thing to have in there. Like. Not having the ability to cause an extra turn on your deep fiend is bad. It yeah. hurts it pretty badly. Yeah, because yeah. I almost have it ingrained in my mind that that you know that's just part of LD fiend's ability. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but unfortunately, not. Yeah, I find that kind of without any other synergies in your deck in terms of like when you're emerging out of say so if it's virtuoso, uh, mm-hmm. you're not gaining much out of it. Mm-hmm. So without that, uh, so let's say if you compare kind of emerging from virtuoso compared to emerging from uh, a battery shaper, uh, you're getting value for just from emerging from the battery shaper alone. Yeah. So if your opponent kills your LDP straight away right after you merge it, it's not so much as a blowout. But True. if your if your deck has nothing else, whether it be you're emerging from a zombie or you're sacrificing like the moving, if you're the sacri- if you're just emerging straight from a, a normal tree drop, and you, then your opponent kills your LDP in a sorcery speed or sorry instant speed, feels that's bad. It. Yeah, yeah that's it feels really bad. So I, I think with that in mind, I try to use LDP as like as a finisher. Yeah, uh, and I think in that role it works pretty well. Yeah, um, which is why. How many did you have in your list? I think I had two. I had yeah, two I, I put in two as well yeah. at that, mm. at that yeah. last moment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think any more than that, I wouldn't like. Yeah, yeah. maybe, maybe three, but definitely not the full. Yeah, so. yeah. Okay. And you um, felt like the mana base, you didn't really have to change it. It's still fine, just with or without the defense. Um, no, I think I did change the mana base. T- oh, you did base a tiny bit. As okay. Before, while at the same time I changed, uh, put in the other defense. I think. I yeah. took out a shelter ticket and put in another botanical sanctum. Another, we didn't have four. Yeah, I, I, no, I, 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 three. I, I think Ooh. I think Joe's running four. I've seen lots of lots of this run now. Now we're running with even two or three. Um, I think I, that's I, I think four that's is. Right. I, I think like you, I mean, I I always do this. Your, your best your best turn one play is is botanical sanctum and June. Uh, yeah. I think yeah. You already I I already find myself tuning for an island because you want to have double double red for Chandra and Glorybringer. Yeah. Um, but you still. So you, you want to have double red for Chandra and Glorbinger, but you also you want the want to want to have it for for Rogafiner. Yeah, yeah. You want Rogafiner if you're playing Virtuoso. You want yeah, to exactly. Want for Virtuoso. Yeah. True. Yeah. I thought, uh, yeah. So blue by turn three is really important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it'd be better to put an extra Spirewolf Canal instead. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, play like a third yeah, Canal yeah. or something yeah. like that. It, yeah. uh, as we were talking about before, it does feel bad in your opening hand, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's yeah, not that not much. Like yeah, when you need the double blue up for Deep Fiend, maybe that makes it okay. Yeah. 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 The only yeah. problem the the problem with those lands is that they're not they don't get you your blue like a bit later when you want to cast a defiend like if if you happen to draw that turn yeah true it's unfortunate but, yeah uh, anyway whatever not much you can do about that yeah exactly. and uh, so what were your your guys's matchups any any interesting moments or plays during your Swiss rounds do you want to I, I had a few so uh, so I, I won game one against John um, he played uh, blue black control so sorry no sorry black white control so this is the first round first round yeah yeah um, so that, yeah so that, that was that was very grindy matches with planeswalkers and also Liliana uh, so game match so round two was very interesting I was playing against Craig uh, Chapman who was on uh, green white tokens mm-hmm. um, 
And in game one of that, it was like we had a very solid board state. Uh, we're both in 20. Uh, I ended up his turn, emerged LED Fiend. I tapped down his, tapped down his blockers and hit him for 18 from like out of nowhere. So mm. I was thinking, that I'm very really sure I'm winning this. Yeah. Uh, but then he still came back and won. He, he flashed an Amazon and then played, uh, yeah, they did, and then he played um, a uh, Walking Blister for zero, which mm. like the board, and then that, that killed most of my creatures. Then it was, he was beating me down with an Amazon and an Angel of Sanctions. So it was, ended up being a very, very close game. But I still was even just from that, I could just see the, just the potential of LD being. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that easy just could have just instantly won the game if I don't know fetches were in the format or something. You know? <laughs> yeah, um, definitely. Or if you played shock in your main. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I think I actually, I think one point, actually, actually, actually during that when he was on two, I top decked Mac Whispery. Oh. And I was like, oh, I wish, I wish the <laughs> Ray was still in the, the, the combo was still in the format. Yeah, yeah. And so shock. Shock. Yeah. Yeah. shock may be a le- legitimate choice if Zombies is down in popularity and you're playing yeah. all these creature mid-range mirrors. Maybe that bit of extra reach could be sure, a thing. Yeah, yeah, like against a Rogue Refiner or whatever. It's the same, same exactly, thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. I, I find myself killing those most of the time with yeah. Barrett's yeah. Or like the other And you can hit Planeswalkers. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty creepy. Yeah, I think transitioning back towards Shock might be an interesting idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, Grand Tree I played against uh, Abzan sorry did, did you sorry. win that one no I, 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 I lost like, I, I, I ended up going to game 3 I lost it eventually um, okay. but we had a lot of very close games um, yeah, so Grand Tree I played against Abzan's stockpile but that was uh, an abomination of uh, um, <laughs> I, I think I felt like it was a bad matchup for me anyway because I had so many big beefy creatures that just get blocked by 1-1s one yeah. and I, I, I think a lot of it came from me not understanding uh, the deck very well in, in terms of I didn't know when to, when to scoop uh, right, I definitely right. should have been. He, the game match ended with him being on 151 life, which uh, <laughs> I, I I still have the the the, the score sheet. You can see how quickly he went up. Uh, so basically, I'll, I'll try to get the numbers right. He had, so I think yeah, he had four anointed priests on the board. Okay, right. So which were which were so which were embalmed tokens that he got yeah. doubled off right. from uh, from uh, anointed possession. Yeah, two um, anointed possessions. Out, sorry, yeah, I, I think I think uh, right saying two anointed possessions. One, um, Abstract Sackpile, whatever it's called. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Hidden Sackpile. And uh, and authority. So basically, every time he could trigger revolt, he was gaining sixteen life. Jeez. And I do. So the reason why I wasn't conceding was that my, my ward was huge. I had an LED fiend. I no. I I saw. I had two LED fiends in my hand, but the board was like a two bristling hydras. I had I had uh, you know t- you know like two of the elephants. I just had loads of big creatures that I was like you know even though he's gaining all his life, there'll be a window where I can just hit him for twenty. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and I can just do that twice and he was also top decking so right. it was very likely he was going to run out of steam but then like you're getting scries off the, the hidden stock pile anyway and, and then it kind of triggers itself and then I think one point yeah he, once you have that number of tokens yeah, it's no, no, no yeah, chance you're ever on there exactly like that and then yeah. uh, eventually I, 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 I scooped I think he top decked like a uh, trade inspector and got a load of clues and then, <laughs> and then so then the clues were just, were just triggering more tokens it was it was insane uh, and a fair play to him. He he had a, a my opponent had he he had a separate deck box with all the tokens required for oh, it. So wow. yeah, every every token. So he actually had like say four actual embalmed anointed priests. Uh, yeah, tokens. yeah, this is a man who's well prepared. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and and it was he was keeping track of all the triggers very well, and it was it was he was playing very tightly. Um, yeah, and then it ended up going to game three, uh, going to time. Uh, I think he was it was very close. Um, he had so he yeah he he he, he had just got his engine started. He flipped a Normandal, attacked him once with it, I went down to five, then mm-hmm. I I brought his expertise and bounced his Normandal, which in decks like that is usually enough. Yeah. Uh, 
But then he can just make five tokens. He can just make yeah, five tokens almost immediately straight away. Yeah. Uh, and then the team you don't He had a bit of it right as well. I was watching yeah. that game and he just tapped all the tokens yeah. for mana and, and then sacked them. And then yeah. sacked them for it to yeah, make the Orban Delegate. Was, yeah, they didn't do very much at all. But yeah, yeah so that, that was. So that, that were, they were very close games. I, I feel like if I if I knew that list in, in more detail or if I knew, I knew what, what mm-hmm. he was doing, uh, I think it could have played yeah, play better, even just being on the more aggressive beatdown. I think. Mm-hmm. Because I was, I was playing big value creatures and he was only making tokens, I was like, oh, well, he's eventually going to run out of steam. But mm-hmm, yeah. as the game went on, he just ended up getting more and more. Uh, just got to draw your negates, right? Yeah, that's it. And then, yeah. Much, yeah. And actually, and I was, I, I've seen some of this before. Yeah, or when you're your appetite to appetite for naturals in, in the side. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, mean, I, was, I was, when I was looking at my sideboard, I was like, I wish I said that. I, at one point, I mentioned before that I was used to play two of those in the side. Mm. Uh, just, just because other people were, and I wasn't quite sure why. Um, but yeah, I don't know why they would have been very nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, in this, uh, but was, yeah. I think there's a, there's quite a few decks in standard that just have no way to answer that particular deck. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think it just that, does a weird thing that yeah. people aren't ready for. Yeah, I, I think maybe um, just maybe take take it. You know, you, you don't bother spending spaces of your sideboard trying to beat it. Yeah, just know that you like come across this and lose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like even sweltering swans doesn't really. Yeah. Do oh, that. oh, actually, yeah, and then uh, yeah, because I brought in Radiant flames. I cast two Radiant flames. Uh, and wiped the board twice, and I thought it wasn't yeah, enough. Like, not enough. Yeah, 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 it was, yeah it, was, it was. It was definitely, yeah, definitely very interesting. Um, as well as the other really just highlights from from my end. Uh, yeah. Highlights from you. Um, well. yeah, I'll t- talk about it just a couple. My my matchups were um mirror. So I played team energy round one. Second round I played against teamer energy gods. Yeah. Um. Uh. Third round I played against kind of a red-green pummeler list that wasn't very polished, but whatever. Uh, fourth round, I played against Mario Vehicles. And last round, I played against the Mono White, a Catcher's Monument deck. Yeah. Uh, so my losses were against the Teamer Gods deck and against Mario Vehicles. Um, and in both of those matchups were the interesting parts that I want to talk about. Mm. So like the night before... I got really worried about facing against gods because there's just no way, nothing you can do against them apart from confiscation coup in Team Rangy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, sure enough, I came up against the gods. And I was also thinking like I would also love to have some Ronus in my deck, mm. but I don't didn't own any Ronus, so I didn't have them. Uh, I didn't think to ask anybody to yeah. borrow them either. Because I had them. Yeah. Oh, well. well, I didn't pay them actually. <laughs> but, okay. So yeah, I came up against it and it was very good. So the guy beat me with a combination of Ronus and Hazaret. Which is a fairly nice combo. It's a pretty good duo, yeah. yeah. Board, yeah. So there was no attacking on the ground, so I had to rely on Glorybringer for everything, and he just had the remove for Glorybringer most mm-hmm. of the time. Uh, there was one part where I it was down to game three, and I swung at him. He made a really bad block, so I was able to put him onto one, um, but then he just top deck Hazaret and, and killed me on the uh, backswing. So really good block. That, that was unfortunate. Yeah, really good <laughs> perfect block. block. Yeah, hundred yeah, uh, percent perfect block. <laughs> um, and then in the Mart of Vehicles, that also went to game three, and I lost the game on turn three because I had three lands on the battlefield, and I had no more lands in hand, and I had a servant. So I decided to play the servant instead of leaving up my negate. So he, he had nothing. He had just yeah, played, landed yeah. that land, or I think he played a... I think he played... He might have played a Thraven Inspector or something that I killed or something like mm-hmm. that. He had played one card, I think. And I was just thinking... Um, I, I should probably just leave up the negate here for the Gideon. Yeah. And I just didn't. I was like, oh, I think it might be better if I play the Servant because then next turn I can Bristling Hydra. 
but yeah, he just played the Gideon and the Gideon won the game, so that, yes. was, yeah. that was a mistake. So that goes. Yep. That's the best card in standard for yeah, you. It certainly yeah. is. Yeah. That's yeah. All. Um, so that was all that I wanted to... Oh, that, those were the kind of interesting points, I think, in the games. Uh, they, were, they were really good matches and stuff uh, for the whole tournament because there, there was never any like significant screw or flood for me or my opponents yeah. <laughs> so that was nice um, me and Al both won two packs for Did. our efforts yes nice. um, I sold one to Al for two euro so <laughs> yes. was there anything nice in that pack uh, yeah, I, I wanted to do it I was, was going to do a draft I ended up not doing a draft oh you didn't oh, do a draft okay no. uh, that's a shame it was like a Samut uh, Samut creature Oh, oh, that's good. Yeah, that's all right. All right. Yeah. I've been seeing that online in a couple of uh, Team Ranger decks. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll give it a go. Sure, why not? I'll jam it in there. Uh, well, I got an insult to injury in mine. No, that's, <laughs> that's, a, name, that's yeah. a name and play. Would have been good in draft. Yep, certainly yeah. would have been amazing in the draft. <laughs> yeah. big, yeah. If there was a draft. Um, yeah, so that, so that, those were our tournaments. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. so the tournament was won by who? I didn't uh, see. Craig Ooh. Chapman won. Yes. He was Craig won. Yeah, okay, yeah, fair yeah, play, Craig. So... Finals last week and winner yeah. this week. No, no, he, he top eight last week. He yeah. top eight. Okay, oh, so well, he 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 topped the Swiss. He topped the Swiss. That was it. Top eight. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. was knocked out. Yeah, and then round the top eight. Sure. Yeah, and now winner this week. So yeah. uh, fair play to Greg. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. So that that PPTQ was hosted by the War Chest out in Dunleary. Great yeah. little shop. Yeah, for, mm-hmm. uh, anyone listening in Dublin who hasn't been down, definitely yeah. go check it out. They've had a they've had an expansion recently, so they increased their play size. That's um, great. So was the was the tournament in the shop itself? It was, yeah. Because yeah, so previously they've held it in like venues nearby. Yeah. But uh, this this time they were able to have it in the shop. Which brilliant. Was nice. All right. Yeah. Um, also, a nice little touch that they had was they laid out play mats for everybody. You no, know, that was nice. They always do that. Yeah, it's yeah. really nice. Yeah. Really, really yeah, nice. Yeah. So I got to play on a mastermind game day play mat. Oh, <laughs> it's cool. Sweet. The torment of hellfire art. Yes. <laughs> um, shall we move on to our deck of the week? Yeah. We shall. Alright, so we're going to be talking about the Blue-White Monument deck. So it's a variation of the Blue Aketra's Monument deck. That is about... Or sorry, the, sorry, not Blue. <laughs> the Mono-White Aketra's yeah. Monument deck. Mono-Blue Aketra's Monument. What a great... Tends to be good to have white in the deck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the Mono-White uh, Aketra's Monument deck that uh, kind of was created by a dude on Reddit, I think. Or yeah, he got absolutely laughed out of it great, on, uh, yeah, really did. on the Spike sub forum, and then everyone's playing the deck now. Yeah, so. yeah. Turns out when you play like loads of two and three drops and uh, Petra's Monument, you get a shed load of value. Yeah, it's um, really good. Especially when you have Bygone Bishop as well. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, this blue-white version is what was played by... Who's the player? Uh, Todd, Todd Anderson. Todd Anderson yeah. at, the, at the most recent SCG Invitational. I think he did fairly well with it. Fourth um, place. Yeah. Fourth place, okay. So even though that that's a mixed format event. But, yeah, but still is, yeah. anyway. He had a good good showing. Um so yeah, if you want to read a couple of the cards. So obviously Oketra's Monument is the centerpiece of the deck. Yeah, so uh four of those. As you said, there's four Bygone Bishop, which is a card everyone was kinda of high on when it first got printed and never really saw play. I remember those being kinda of hard to come by for the first couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh when yeah. Shadows came out, but it, it never really had its time but it mm-hmm. seems like this is the deck for it we have uh, so going up the curve apart from that we have four Thraven Inspectors four Selfless Spirit four Spell Quellers uh, four Hanweir Militia Captains which is a strange one so for anyone who doesn't know this card oh I don't have it downloaded unfortunately it's a uh, one and a white for a 2-2 two, two, and yeah. it, uh, it flips so it's if you control four creatures or more oh this uh, guy it flips yeah. at the beginning of your upkeep and then it's a star star equal to the number of creatures you control and yeah. also it creates a 1-1 one, one at, at your end step a 1-1 one, Cleric, I think this is the yeah, same black token. Or black black or and cleric. white, I think yeah. it's the same one the Westfell Abbey creates. Yeah, yeah so really um, good when you're making a bunch of tokens. Yeah, yeah. 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 
Uh, and then there's four cloud blazers in Todd's list as well. <laughs> so really going hard on the cloud yeah, blazers. Get in there. Other lists were playing Avison, which I think got like more. Although when Avison flips, it does kill most of your own dudes. It so kills all your stuff. It is yeah. a bit anti synergy. And you have no way to control when Avison flips in this deck either. You do selfless spirit. Okay, yeah. So, but just selfless spirit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's not the same as the. As the Ballista decks. Ballista plus removal, yeah, in those yeah. decks. Because yeah. your removal in this deck is just Stasis Snares and yeah, Dust Till yeah. Dawn. Yeah. So, Dust Till Dawn. Dust Till Dawn is nuts in this deck. Yeah. Nuts. Because you yeah. usually use it as a as a one-sided, one-sided Wrath on turn four or five. It's especially good against Team Energy. It kills basically everything in the deck, yeah. apart from serving the Conduit. Yeah. yeah. Bristling Hydra yeah. can't get around it. Yep. Yeah. That is gross. No, Glorybringer is dead. Even, um, what's the, what's the green-blue lad? Rogue Finder. Rogue Finder, even, yeah. even Rogue Finder dies. Yeah, it just kills everything. Just leaves you with your mana dorks, and that's yeah. it. And sometimes and then, not even your channeler initiates. Probably, if yeah, 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 that's it. Three yeah, fours, yeah. 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 Uh, and then apart from that, the deck plays two Stasis Snare and two Metallic Rebuke um, as a bit of removal and interaction. Mm-hmm. And then so the mana base is just kind of a normal blue white mana base. Plays three Westvale Abbeys because probably pretty easy Very to good. make Gormandal yeah. in this deck. It is. And then in the sideboard, we have two Angel of Sanctions, one Dispel, three Essence Scatter, one Metallic Rebuke, another one, three Gideon, Ally of Zendikar. Always hate seeing this in the sideboard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, especially seems very good in this deck, but you don't get the uh, the discount off Monument. No. So, so sad. Yeah. I, I'd imagine that's why, like, maybe, maybe the plan is to take out your Monuments in some Possibly. matchups and bring Possibly. in Gideons. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And then two Declaration and Stones, one more Dusk dust to Dawn, and two Fragmentizers. Yeah. So, this deck looks really sweet. I really like yeah, it's this. It's very sweet, yeah. So, yeah, Spell Queller is just obviously going to be a superstar in this deck. Yeah, yeah. If you can cast it for two mana, you know, on the same turn you've played oh. a Thraben Inspector or something like that, or, or a yeah. one mana Selfless Spirit or something like that, that's pretty crazy. Pretty great value off Cloud Blazer, drawing two cards, gaining <laughs> two life, and making a 1 1 for four mana. It starts to sound like a pretty yeah, great yeah, card. Yeah, it does sound pretty good, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Bygone Bishop is just going to be making you clues all day. And uh, Metallic Rebuke is going to be pretty cheap, considering you've by- Bygone Bishops as yeah, well as Thraben Inspectors to make your yeah. clues, uh, as well as Euro Catcher's Monument on after turn three. Uh, and yeah, Dusk Till Dawn, just like this deck, is kind of... It's built around Dusk Till Dawn, Dusk to Dawn, almost as much as it is the monument yeah. itself. Yeah, definitely, yeah. So you just get huge value off this card every time. Exactly. It brings back every card in your deck, back from the graveyard. Yeah. Uh, it's going to draw you five or six cards sometimes probably the only card of yours that it actually kills is the Handware Militia Captain but only if it's already flipped yeah so that's yeah yeah. and like if you bring it back with Dawn then you should be able to immediately flip it again yeah so yeah so this is kind of like I guess you can have aggressive starts with this deck you can go one drop two drop three drop and Mm -hmm. your two drop and your three drop will often have evasion Um, you, you don't have very much kind of uh reactive stuff to do on the draw but is it like you can have aggressive starts but like all your aggressive starts are also making you clues so you're like it doesn't really matter if you if you know mm-hmm. you're getting one for under or whatever mm-hmm. i don't know this deck just seems pretty great for me and it definitely has inevitability as well with three westvale lobbies to finish yeah, the game yeah, off yeah. and also if, if you're worried about being on the draw and stuff like that you can build it a slightly different way you can put more stasis snares in it you can put yeah. cast outs in if you want yeah, definitely. Uh, cast out seems actually like a like a pretty good shout. Yeah, yeah. I I had some cast outs in there when I, I so I I played this deck a little bit online mm. uh, on X Mage because I don't have the cards on Magic Online, mm. but um, uh, it seemed really really fun. I played both the mono white and the blue white version. Um, 
unfortunately I got ran over by some invigorated rampages but uh, <laughs> self spirit not so good there but uh, yeah, yeah it, this this deck uses self spirit really well as well oh um, yeah which is good because there's not that many self spirit decks these days like self spirit used to be such a huge beating yeah, yeah. when you'll be like oh you have your have my wrath in hand exactly. sorted yeah. I'm able to deal with them next turn and then they just play self spirit you're like god damn it a lot of the a lot of the time as well it was because they were getting it off company yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah, like it definitely yeah. went away speed. after company yeah, went away. Certainly, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the deck seems great. I would say another reason probably why no Avacyn is because it's pretty bad with Spell Queller. If you if they can flip your Avacyn and then get their spells back off your Spell Quellers, that's yeah. kind of very irritating as well. Yeah. So it seems like a very deliberate choice not to play Avacyn. Yeah. Uh, in this deck, which I think I, I think kind so of agree too. with. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. yeah. Avacyn is so good against Glorybear. It is really good against yeah. Glorybear. Yeah. And you can play it for four mana if you have a catcher's monument. Yeah, I guess your plan is just to stasis narrator, metallic rebuke, the glory bringer. Yeah, that's true. And you're probably good to go after that. Yeah, and you should be up on cards against the teamer deck mm-hmm. uh, once yeah, it goes to the late game. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, um, this deck is sweet. Also, not that expensive if you're if you like if you don't want to include Gideon's or Avacyn's, it's not really that expensive. There's a lots of commons and uncommons, and the rares that are in there. Like Handwear Militia Captain is not an expensive rare. Yeah. Self mm-hmm. Spirit, you might have to pay a little bit for, but. Yeah, Spell as well is maybe yeah, a fiver for a copy or something sure, like that yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. But yeah, it's, pre- it's pretty cheap overall. Yeah, but spell Spellquellers also have applications in modern, so oh, you're, yeah. not, you're not going to be unhappy to have spent the money on them. Nope. Like, I picked up my playset of Spell as soon as they came out, and I haven't really played them that much in standard, but yeah. I'm still just really happy to have them. I'm yeah. never going to trade them away, I don't think. The card yeah. is just great. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So, uh, like, uh, only you have played this deck, I think, Wolf. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to play this deck this week on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, if I can get it together, because it looks really, really fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like playing Cloud Blazers. Yeah. So. In, <laughs> yeah, that's your, <laughs> yeah, that's your thing. You need to get See some harmonicons in there. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, no, it, the, the Dust of Dawn is really the... Oh, yeah. feels so good. It's just wrap their whole board away, one-sided. To keep everything. Yeah, it's so insane. good. Yeah. Um, so that's that deck. Cool. Yeah. Alright, so uh, is that us done for this week? I think that's going to do it. That's it. Yeah. Cool. I think it is. Um, so, thanks to Barry Cannon for our theme music. Um, you can tweet us uh, at Skullcrack if you have any information about the those few things that we were unsure about, about oh, yeah, 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 yeah. during the just podcast. Anyone who wants to complain at us, just yeah. uh, basically send yeah, us yeah, a yeah, postcard yeah. address to 23 <laughs> Skullcrack Manor, Skullcrack <laughs> Road, Skullcrack, yeah. SE Skullcrack. Blunt South Blade. Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <to> the button. <laughs> uh, and you can also uh, email us if you want, uh, not by postcard, at skullcrackpodcast at gmail.com. Yep. And uh, that's going to do it for us. Yeah. If you send us an email, we'll read it out and we'll give you shout outs. And yeah. we won't mercilessly criticize you. No. Oh, don't do that. Promise. Well, a bit maybe, but yeah. you can take it. <laughs> <laughs> you can. Okay. okay. Bye. See you guys. Bye bye. YouTube channel, uh, Delarian Community College, recently had a video uh, where the professor talked about 
what magic is missing is uh, like a, a cartoon. Basically, have you seen this? Oh, it, okay, yeah, I heard yeah. about it. It's actually it's actually a pretty cool video. Uh, he kind of he makes a point that uh, in that there's not really the, the marketing team of magic don't really do much to get new players in. Mm-hmm. Like you know, we we see some really cool. Uh, promotional videos for new sets we had to pro tour and stuff but these are all really aimed at enfranchised players mm. that uh, if if something like you know, if they made like, an, like an anime or a, a cartoon like Pokemon or whatever uh, to, re- to really act as a giant ad for Magic Gathering it would do so much more for the game in terms of its longevity and it's having constant new constant new uh, players win and Actually, if you look up, if you look up this video, he has some uh, there there's some clips of some really cheesy '90s ads that used to run on TV mm-hmm. for Magic and oh, they're, okay. they're absolutely glorious. Um, <laughs> he's always he's, he doesn't really talk much about kind of ideas for an actual cartoon, and he kind of alludes towards you know having the the adventures of Jace and Chandra and all that. But I was thinking, no, if we're gonna if we're gonna make a cartoon, which we're gonna do right now okay. on this show, okay. we're not gonna go down that direction. We're not gonna go into the world of the multiverse. We're gonna set it in real life. All right. So I'm thinking it's going to be set in a high school and it's about kids that play the game itself and each character has their own flaws and their own personal challenges that they overcome through playing the game. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So I, I have I have some I have, I have the bones laid out, but I'm going to need your health filling in the gaps. All right. <laughs> okay. So I'm, I'm just going to go off. I'll, I'll come back to you as every stop to say, what do we what do we do here? So this is going okay. to be like Mad Libs. What's yeah? I think it could be something like that. Okay. There's another cartoon that's probably more similar to it, but we won't do okay. that. Okay, right. so uh, yeah, so all right, so our main character, our protagonist, is is Richie G. Right, he's uh, he lives in a, in a small town. <laughs> he he he's he's come from a fairly impoverished background. You know, his he 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 sees us. He, so he's in school. He learns about, he start, learns how to play magic in school. He sees this you know really big tournament going up. That's a big prize money. He's like, you know, this is going to get me out of poverty. This is going to make me rise at the top, <laughs> and that's his motivation for going in. All right, so Richie G, he's like, thick. yeah, he lives with his grandpa. We can say that, yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah, he lives with his grandpa. So if we're saying Richie G is like, well, because he's a protagonist in a children's cartoon, he's going to have a fairly, a fairly bland character. He's not going to, he's really just going to serve as a surrogate for the reader, mm-hmm. for, for the for the watcher to kind of, okay. for the viewer to kind of you know, okay. learn about the world yeah. and stuff. So the question is, though, what deck would Richie G play if he's playing his normal? In standard? Or it, it can be, we can say any format, because, you know, it's... Standard, I'd say Team or Energy, definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that's just like a flat out boring. Yeah, or uh, modern, maybe Jund. Yeah, it's kind of the most. Yeah, because it's good against anything. So yeah. he'll always have an out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Draw from the top of his deck. <laughs> I think I think it's important from to have outs to draw yeah. from the top. Of yeah. I think, yeah. uh, and I suppose if you want to kind of get bigger themes, now I was thinking maybe <clears> like Collected Company because it's like you can kind of talk about I'll oh, have some themes being friends coming together at the oh, yeah, right moment it's true. It's true. and it'd be a pretty sick top deck it'd be lots, lots yeah. of uh, he has altars where like Reflector Mage is his one is his best friend exactly and then, oh yeah. and speaking of his best friend his best friend <laughs> is his best friend is Johnny Magic right so Johnny Magic he's like he's a really outgoing loud character he's he's like a funny guy and he's he's really just our our comic relief character he's also kind of kind of immature and arrogant and really kind of naive to the world around him okay. uh, so Johnny Magic he plays a game but he doesn't he doesn't care about the prize money he doesn't care about about doing well he just wants to have the glory of making you know, sick plays with janky decks on screen oh, yeah. because obviously this is a huge term in film broadcasts all around the world for the world to see so now, what kind of deck do you think Johnny Magic will play? It has to be Storm. Oh, I, 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 I did not think of Storm, but that could be cool. Well, you, you know Johnny Magic, right? As actual person in real life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, not, it's not about him, though. It's about okay. him. <laughs> I think we're, we're conflating two things. We're I know. Conflating yeah, the sorry. idea of a Johnny yeah. with Johnny Magic. John, John yeah, Finkel, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, if it's John Finkel, he plays Storm. All right. I mean, it, it, can be, it can be basically. If it's Johnny Magic, then he plays, I don't know, 
I'm not sure if there really is a Johnny deck in Standard at the moment. Uh, not in Standard, but maybe in... Well, the, well, the, 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 the Procession deck, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah that's true, actually. Because I think yeah. uh, it can be voiced by Johnny Finkel. As, yeah. As yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he'd do that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll tweet at him after this episode. <laughs> he'd do it for us, he'd be sad. Uh, yeah, as well as if you play Storm, you could have all sorts of kind of, you know, I'm thinking like a, a an anime kind of thing where it's like, oh my god, he's, his, his Storm Kendra is over 19! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. So, um, alright, so we got back to Richie G, he's got a younger brother, his name mm-hmm. is Timmy, Timmy G. Uh, okay. Timmy, he's, he's, he's Richie's younger brother, he just wants to play the game for fun, he, he he's not very good, he just wants to play, obviously, big, stupid Timmy creatures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, well, it's very obvious what kind of deck he'd play, but, well, what kind of deck would Richie G play, or Timmy G play? Mono Green Stompy? Yeah. Cool, I, 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 I was immediately thinking of, of Tron, but yeah, Mono Green Stompy is... Oh yeah, it could be Tron as well. Yeah, maybe Tron. Yeah, I think yeah. Tron's, Tron's too complicated. It's, such a, it's a deck for like <laughs> yeah. a, a refined mind. You just mind. want to play 21 Forests or whatever. <laughs> yeah, to get them on curve. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and then, so our, our next character is a potential love interest, uh, Spike. She's just way better at magic than any of the guys put together. Yeah. Um, she, so she's kind of like a... I don't know, a TV tropes called this character uh, uh, Lancer in terms of it's like she's like she acts she's part of the team but she's kind of a foil for our protagonist that mm. they kind of clash on, on things that she enters this competition for re- she's kind of elusive so she enters this competition for reasons we don't quite see but we learn mm. over, over the course oh, of the series okay. alright well she's, she's just way better than everybody else yeah. uh, sometimes she's part of the team sometimes she's not okay. she's kind of like our, our pseudo antagonist anti-hero yeah. uh, but what does what what Spike play? Oh, she's definitely playing some kind of blue control deck I think I was thinking Grixis so. Death Shadow. Oh yeah, yeah that's okay. Actually, yeah, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I think that's gonna yeah yeah. Well, I think that, that is a blue deck. Yeah, yeah. Kind of a blue deck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think naturally because it's a cartoon, all the characters are wearing the same color clothes as the deck. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. 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 percent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I think yeah, the is. I think um, plus that sets her up in the Nicol Bolas colors, so she could do like a heel turn at one point. Oh yeah. Where she's like bad for a five episode arc. <laughs> that's, or that's exactly the kind of character. Yeah, yeah. I think it's and then because it's Yeah, I think I think I think. I think I think something that probably suit her personality as well. It's the fact that the flavor of Death Shadow is that you're you're gonna make you're gonna give yourself advantage using whatever means necessary, including injuring yourself or using your own life sources, yeah. life points as resource. So greatness you know, at any cost. Greatness yeah. at any cost. Exactly. There is always a greater hour. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and well, we, so she's kind of our antagonist, but we have we have our proper antagonist. So uh, we so these are all kids in high school. But we also have a big bad guy. So our big bad guy is Instagram superstar Dan Blazarian. Uh, he's a he's a disgraced poker star. So he's kicked out of the Poker World series for cheating. Uh, so in order, in order to fund his lifestyle of lavish guns and and, and high class <laughs> prostitutes, he starts playing Magic the Gathering to to earn money because he sees his big tournaments. So. He, uh, he hires a, a team of crackpot scientists to put together like a perfect deck that fits better perfectly. Uh, he turns up with this, uh, so he turns up to the, the satellite tournaments for this big tournament and he crushes everybody with a completely foiled out deck. He doesn't even know how to play the game. He doesn't understand the soul yeah. of, of the, the, the top deck, the, the, the spirit of the cards. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So what, what do you think? Well, Danny this, is Blitz, this is a tough one. What is he playing? He sounds like he'd be playing Storm to me. So I don't know. Maybe, yeah. 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 I think, yeah. So I, I actually, I feel like it'll be a deck that has like a very little interaction with, with, with your opponent. Right, yeah. So he's yeah, just maybe, going off. Maybe he's on the, kids, the kids are crying and he's like, he's just going off. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like maybe like eggs. a new perspective. Yeah, eggs. Eggs. Yeah, eggs. Yeah, 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 sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a thing now, isn't it? Might be again, card, I'm not sure. Yeah. Works type deck. yeah, yeah, there's that. There's the pure steel paladin decks. Yeah, yeah. Kind of cheerios. Ogles. 
Oh, Bogles would be great, like actually. Bogles. Absolutely <laughs> no interaction with anyone. Uh, uh, Bogles is actually pretty perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he plays Eternal Good Good people. I hate Bogles. Yeah, so that's, they do. Actually, it's kind or of. Or he might be playing Burn. Burn is a fun police. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's. Yeah, that's true. Actually, I mean, Burn is probably. Like, it kind of has evil flavors to it. Yeah, yeah he has both. He's both. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I think it's. Oh, I mean, maybe it's some kind of like. Um, you can have some kind of narrative that each each player, each character plays a deck reflective of their personality, but yeah. not him. He switches deck. He has all, he's all resources. He, he, he plays whatever deck's mm. the best, you know. And he has a Hornet Queen under his playmat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, um, and I think the last question is, if this is going to be our, our, our adventure series of Magic Gathering, what do we call it? No. Which on the spot. It's really hard. I know. Maybe we'll have to come back. But yeah, Mark Rosewater took Sparks, which is a great name. Oh, that's good. Yeah, for his actually, first yeah. comic series. Yeah, yeah. What could we call this? Oh. It could, could it be a spin-off? A spin-off. Could these be Uh-oh. the kids of the planeswalkers who planeswalk to Earth? Oh, oh my God. That's pretty good. I think, oh, actually, it could actually be perfect. We could call it Bright Sparks? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it'd be really cool. Like, uh, as great as like an um, Easter egg that, you know, just every, every so often we see uh, Richie G's alcoholic father and it's, it's someone who looks out like Gideon. Yeah. But we never say right yeah, say just like big cyphers. Big, yeah. big grey yeah. cyphers. But then in the last episode there's like a cliffhanger that um like one of the kids' dads spikes uh spikes dad um like she gets in an argument with him and she runs out the door and she slams it and he he says something like, Looks like it's time to go to work and he puts his hood up ah, and his eyes yeah, go yeah, blue yeah. and it's Jace. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> and he comes out and he's got his mall cop security guard uniform. Now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bright blue. <laughs> Jay Speller and Malka. Yeah. Electric yeah. Buckalo. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I think we did a pretty good job on that. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, think, I think it's something we revisit. I got, I got a few, I got a pilot episode written. Uh, I'll show you later. Um, nice, nice. Uh, that's, that's a lie, I don't. Uh, Are we looking at the, we're looking at 23 minutes here, yeah? 23, yeah, yeah. For a yeah, cartoon, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. Saturday morning. Saturday morning, yeah. They don't, they don't have cartoons Saturday mornings anymore, though. They don't have TV anymore, man. It's all about it's, it's, all, it's, all, it's all fidget spinners, and Minecraft, and yeah, <laughs> your YouTubes and your whatnot, yeah. your PUBGs. That's yeah. it. That's it. Uh, I watch I watch Saturday morning cartoons. They're they're available on YouTube. But yeah, if you, if you watch them on Saturday morning, yeah. you can watch them anytime. Exactly, it's Saturday morning somewhere. All right, that's our next great idea for the that's it for the world of magic. All right, wizards, take note. Patent pending. Yes. <laughs> bye bye. See you guys. Bye.